time, a-holes. Welcome back to A Stark Contrast, where we discuss the differences and similarities from Marvel Comics to their MCU counterparts. And we are your hosts, Jeffrey. And I! What's up, everybody? Hello! And today we are, actually, we're going to be taking a break from our normal character study episode, and we are going to... We're gonna we're gonna actually dive into some questions that we've received from uh, listeners across the board. Um, you know, regarding not only previous character study episodes, but also just in general. So it's gonna be kind of fun. I'm I'm dubbing mm. it the the mini Marvel free for all. Yeah, I'm very excited to just answer <laughs> whatever questions. Yeah, so this this should be an interesting one. Um, as always, thanks to everybody who's tuning in. Uh, if it's your first time, hey, welcome aboard. If you've been with us from the start or just recently jumped on, we're glad to have you here. So. We hope you enjoy this episode. Um, I also want to mention very quickly, um, you know, this episode is dropping 4th of July weekend. Mm-hmm. And in true Marvel fan form, we must say a happy birthday to Captain America. Oh, yeah. Who celebrates a crisp 103, who doesn't look a year over. I know. Fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so Steve Rogers indeed celebrates his birthday on July 4th, 1918. Um, So, yeah, he's 103, so way to go, Cap. Um, Some listener news uh, for you, Jeffrey, completely new. We do have, we've officially made our place among listeners in Norway. So, Norway? Norway, hello. No way. (laughs) (laughs) So, happy to have you. I should have looked up a greeting. Um, That's so tremendous, and I I love that it's kind of going global. That's amazing. No, that's awesome to hear. Oh my gosh. Um, And and of course, our friends in the United States, I'm seeing more states pop up on the list of, uh, on on the map itself, and it's just so cool. I, I, yeah, oof, touched. That's, no, yeah, it's so (laughs) great. Wow. And so, um, before I I dive into the questions and also, you know, the other subject matters we'll be talking about today, um, I wanted to to touch on the the topic of merch. So first and foremost, we only had stickers mm-hmm. because you know they're they're affordable and we can just distribute them very easily. Um, and so we offer those to to um, our secondary Patreon tier. But I wanted to surprise you, Jeffrey. Oh no! Why? <laughs> and so I kind of I for almost my own satisfaction, I ordered some some other merchandise of oh, wait. The, for the podcasts that uh-huh. I'm going to show you now. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, I have no idea what's going on. And so now I'm happy to say we have some pins. Pins! Um, My voice some, cracked. Some buttons. Wow! And some keychains. Oh, yes! So now we have some, some, some cool stuff. Oh. Uh, I ordered low amounts, so I think... You know, I'm not sure how we're going to distribute these yet, but I have enough to make about seven or eight full sets with stickers, Uh or we can just go free for all. I'm not sure yet. So we will figure that (laughs) out. We'll figure it out. But But, um, oh my God, guys, these look so amazing. And again, thank you to Cody for for making this incredible logo for us. Yes. Um, And of course he gets a set for free. Of course. Um, um, But yeah, aside that, we'll figure it out how we're going to, we're going to let these out into the wild. Um, But Surprise! <laughs> so that's, These are so cool. So cool. Um, 
And yeah, so so with that said, uh, like we mentioned, this is all about questions that we received on Twitter, on Instagram, um, on stories, and uh, and Patreon, and also. You know, by this point, Jeffrey and I have been to Avengers Campus both twice. Yes, um, <laughs> true. In true nerd form. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about um, that experience at the very end. But uh, for now, let's dive into it. Let's do it. All right. So we're going to take it back to episode one, Iron Man. And so for episode one, we talked about Tony Stark. Um, and, you know, we, we received a couple of questions regarding that character in particular. And so the first question comes from uh, Patreon, uh, from Robin P. And she says, question about Tony. I am Iron Man Stark. Your speculation. Who would Tony be if he'd not been held captive, had an epiphany about manufacturing weapons of mass destruction, and ultimately changed the course of his life? Tony and Loki have similar personality traits, aside from Loki, from the Loki murder aspect. Both are self-centered and mischievous. Would Tony be a good guy without Iron Man? Thinking face. That is that is actually a very. I saw that too. Yeah. That was one of the ones I saw. Yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah, I think. Well, yeah. So cause it's because of when he got captured. That's when, right. and we met with that that doctor, doctor that helped yeah. him get him out. Mm-hmm. It was him that really kind of cho- told him, that helped him turn guide the way. Yeah. So I just think it just would have taken taken longer for him to become Tony Stark Iron Man. Mm-hmm. I think he would eventually have that epiphany, but who knows if it was like, who knows how long after, yeah. how long it would take, you know? And how many victims yeah. he would have like, claimed. And I, yeah. think, I still think he would have just been the same person if if the, if his Humvee didn't get, didn't, didn't get ambushed yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, but Interesting. Yeah. I I don't know how long it would take. That'd be, that would be interesting to be, to see, mm-hmm. like, how long does it take for him to, how long does Tony Stark become this how long is he going to stay this like self-centered billionaire playboy whatever? I still think that there's a fraction. Like, as much as I agree with you. Uh-huh. And you know how badly I want Superior Iron Man? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still going to say, you know what? Despite all that, perhaps if he didn't get captured, if all of that stuff didn't happen. Yeah. I think that there's potential that he could have ended up like, you know, like like his, uh, his competition. He could, he could have been that really like... Um, power hungry, money hungry, you know, 100%. entity. Yeah. Real easy, especially with how intelligent he is. And, you know, you kind of, not that he ever veers off of that cliff mm-hmm. and becomes like a bad person, mm-hmm. but he didn't have the greatest roots in some respects. True. Yes. Um, but no, nah, nah, I think for the most part, like I'm kind of like, <laughs> kind of like 40, 60 with it. Like 40% he could have been bad. Like mm-hmm. he could have yeah. just been bad, period. But 60%, no, you know what? Like looking back, especially when, when you get more of the story with, with his father and, and you know, not only in the movies, but also in, in Agent Carter, you know? Like mm-hmm. you see more of how his father was and he wasn't always about, you know, abandoning his family for work. You know, he really was a family man. And, yeah. Um, and I think that when it comes down to it and his love for his mother, which is also another thing he has in common with Loki, mm-hmm. is kind of like, you know, he... he and, and the way that he loves Pepper Potts, um, you know, in the MCU, I, I think that that would have grounded him and kept him grounded had the other stuff not happened in that sequence. Yeah, yeah, and that was my next thing. I was like, if... So let's say he doesn't get cast or whatever. Yeah. And like I said, like eventually down the line, he does have his epiphany, mm-hmm. but like not right then. Mm-hmm. I think the person that would like change his like perspective on things would, would was going to be Pepper, Pepper at some point. Yeah, yeah, right? That's like my Catalyst. assumption. Yeah. Yeah. 
And so uh, another question, we actually received this just after recording the episode and, and I promised her that I would bring it back if we ever had a sort of like, uh, you know, melting pot of questions. Mm-hmm. And, and so on Instagram from I Know Beast, we got, why do you think the MCU didn't do much with Tony's alcoholicism? Wow. Yeah. And so that's, did I say alcoholicism? Alcohol. Al- alcoholism. Alcohol- <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, yeah. And so. You know, that's, I mean, that's an interesting one. I mean, but this one, I'm not sure. I think it is going to be a matter of uh, a subject of keeping um, the movie PG-13. You think? I think it's going to, I think that's, I think that's what I'm leaning forward Mm. towards too. Because it's like, if if you, if you attack it too much, Mm -hmm. me being like, just like a a filmmaker, like, Mm -hmm. I feel like the MPAA would be like, "Ah, that's, that's very, that's Mm -hmm. very dark. Yeah. Boom. Rated R. Now, do you think, you know, I mean, because throughout the films, you see Tony indulge a bit. Yeah. Not, not, you know, outwardly, but I feel like of all movies that if we were going to even look at, at how that affects a person, Iron Man 3 would be the one, but I don't remember, I don't consciously remember him drinking in that film at all. It was just depression. It was PTSD. Yeah, from New York. From the from, from, from New York. Yeah, from, from the attack Avengers. on New York. Yeah, and so I mean, I think it's it's equal parts that they had that mm-hmm. as as kind of his breaking point and and that part of his character that needed to be examined further. Yeah, and they didn't want to stray too much on it being a vice and and and, and yeah, um, I think it was just disease. also like a maybe it was like yeah. a just like they just tried to show it um, unintentionally or. Yeah. They, they don't have to show it, but it's mm-hmm. like, okay, like the way you see that his lifestyle is mm-hmm. like, yeah, like in the first yeah. one where he wasn't, he didn't even show up to get his award and he yeah. was playing, he was playing craps at the table. Yeah. He, he's just, he's a, he's a smooth talker. So you just assume that, okay, this guy. He's got a slew of vices, this yeah. guy. And, and also, I mean, you know, with all due respect to Mr. Downey too, I mean, he had some run-ins with his oh, yeah. own personal life. Like so why would he want to put that on right. screen if he's trying to, rip, you know, yeah. trying to move away from that part <laughs> yeah. of, his, of his life? So yeah. I wonder if it's, it's equal parts that like, and also they just didn't want it to command the story yeah. um, too much. I mean, yeah. And yeah, I kind of, I kind of side with that. I think one. it's like, a, it was like a, it was like a movie decision rather than like a character decision mm-hmm. in my opinion. Right. So right. Yeah, I don't think it was just like a huge deal, but yeah, mm-hmm. I, I imagine in the comics it's like, yeah, it's, it's yeah. heavy. It's, it's very, he- heavy. Yeah. very present in the comics and something that, you know, that is almost innately attached to Tony. Got it. So, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's much more. I imagine Kevin Feige talking with John Favreau mm-hmm. in 2007 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're saying, and, and that comes up yeah. that topic of like, should we show Iron Man's mm-hmm. or Tony Stark's, you know, mm-hmm. alcoholism? And mm-hmm. it's like, I can imagine Kevin Feige being like, Let's not. Yeah. <laughs> let's. Yeah. Let's not. Yeah. And and again, like ultimately, with how much the the PTSD and and that kind of actually debilitates him, that moment onward, like, and you see it through Age of Ultron and all the way through, I think until Endgame, to be honest. Yeah, you know, he is triggered by the attack on New York. Yeah. For ever for the entire arc yeah <laughs> forever so i can't even imagine what that on top of it would have would have done to the character sadly but um, yeah but yeah i think that's that's fair enough mm-hmm. and so um now we're gonna we're gonna coast into captain america Oof. episode three <laughs> um with uh a question from patreon courtesy of robin p um she says I never understood why Cap needed a helmet. Doesn't seem to provide protection. Does Cap need to protect 
the old noggin, and it's not to protect his non-existent secret identity. So why? And I think this is purely aesthetic. Oh, well, maybe not purely, but it's it's very heavily aesthetic because where he's coming like from. Like him, like he's a soldier. Like in in the movies or in both the comic, like both, just in general. Yeah, yeah, in both. Okay. Yeah. I mean, because yeah, he doesn't need to protect his identity. I think, Everybody. I think it's just like is. yeah, it's, it's the soldier way. It's a soldier way, right? Yeah. And need... even even in the MCU, and well, both actually, the MCU and in the comics, he has the different wave of of you know of outfits yeah and different cowls and yeah. you know we, we discussed this in episode three about how chris evans didn't like the, the first the first, one, the very first one he was like how did i he was like how did i make a mo- whole movie with this yeah. thing and um and yeah and so i think it's more of it's more of a, a thing that kind of he carried with him from inception of being you know of, of becoming captain america and mm-hmm. it was kind of like it it kind of and it, it you know the dora milaje for instance um, the actress that plays Ao, she even says, like in the behind-the-scenes um, featurette, that even though they hadn't played those characters in in some years now, yes, that putting on the garb immediately, makes them immediately like puts you in character, yeah, yeah, and it makes them stand different, and their mm-hmm. posture is, you know, and and so I feel like that kind of that kind of vibe goes consistent with Cap, for instance, you know, and he feels like, you know, I'm not speaking for Chris Evans or anything, but for Cap in general, I feel like. Perhaps when he puts on that that suit and he puts on the helmet, and I'm sure the helmet is like last, you know, and 100%. that's like the, the final yeah. piece, and that just kind of like activates the soldier in him and that will in him yeah. as a super. I mean, yeah, my favorite cap costume mm-hmm. and cap outfit in mm-hmm. any of the movies is the Nomad. Yeah. It's oh, my favorite. Hands down. Favorite. <laughs> the beard and the, the hair. Beard and the the, hair. the, the, yeah. the, the, the part of the scaly part yeah. of, the, of the suit slowly yeah. trickling in yeah. right before, you know, end yeah. game. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. And, and you know, I mean, as far as him not needing it, he is a super soldier. Technically, he doesn't need it. But that's not to say that super soldiers aren't invincible and not, they're yes. not immortal. Yeah. Not. So I think that's a thing that people need to remember is that. You know, like even even Loki, for instance, is a god, but he's not the immortal type of god that he can just yeah, come there's back. Only, there's only a handful of those. Yeah, and so that that's gonna that's a whole other family of of superheroes and supervillains alike. But yeah, I mean, aside from the you know keeping his hair under <laughs> under under wraps and all that, I mean, I don't think he necessarily needs the protection. But it is it, you know who knows someone might take. Tried to take a headshot to Cap, and he'll be glad he had that helmet on. You True. Know? Yeah. yeah. You never know. Never ever. I mean, again, he did die in the comics a couple of times. Rip. <sighs> Rip. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, another one for Captain America from Patreon patron Laura C. Um, <laughs> she says, uh, "The other day, Facebook showed me the outraged post I made 11 years ago when Chris Evans was cast. I said, what if they want to do a Fantastic Four Avengers movie? What a boob. I take it all back. Chris Evans is Steve Rogers. Yes. And so, 100% agree. <laughs> and, you know, yeah, we kind of had similar... Um, uh, similar responses when he first got cast, you know, I mean, at least for me, you know, I was kind of like, what? Wait, Johnny Storm, what if, what? The guy from Not Another <laughs> Teenage <laughs> Movie. That's yeah. how I know Chris but, Evans. You know, and, I, <laughs> exactly. and I mean, who's to say that, you know, people have asked Chris, hey, are you coming back as Captain America? Are you coming back? And he's like, no. What if he's like in his head, but I am coming back as Johnny Storm? <laughs> 
for multiverse of madness. I know. I was gonna say, but like, I, I, I made a joke that to to, to die, like when they when, when they started talking about like multiverse oh multiverses in the MCU. I was just like, what if? What if? They get like the alternate <laughs> universe of like MCU oh or uh, Fantastic Four, and they have Chris Evans play Johnny Storm. Oh my God. <laughs> I would love to that. Just be see hilarious. It. That'd be so oh hilarious. So good because I don't know if you know this. I mean, perhaps not, but for anyone who is not familiar with Jessica Jones, for instance, in the comic books, believe it or not, the same character that Kristen Ritter portrays so marvelously on screen. Um, in the comic books, her teenage heartthrob was uh-huh. Johnny Storm. That's hilarious. <laughs> and so just imagining a tiny, teeny teen version of Jessica Jones being having like a poster of Chris Evans on her on her wall, but in the form of Human Torch. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'd just be, that'd be I would, hilarious. I would, I would die to see that. Um, you know, to, ta- to, to kind of um, jump on, on the mention of Jessica Jones, actually, we have a question about the Defenders, if you'd like. Um, and this one comes courtesy of Jolis on Instagram, and she asks, are the Defenders part of the MCU? I basically just want to know if I can ever see Claire Temple work on Bucky Barnes, because I need that in my oh, life. Oh, man. <laughs> And you know what? I mean, this is this is an interesting conversation because, you know, as far as anyone was concerned, like they were they were kind of split off into their own corners. Yeah. And this might go into a deeper conversation behind the scenes about, you know, how people get along as far as the executives and all them go. And, I know. And yeah. Some, it's like a whole nother thing. Yeah, logistical thing. Yeah. And so I, from, you know, I've heard that, you know, the Netflix and, and the MCU didn't necessarily cross over, but, but paid homage to each other and referenced each yeah, other. Yeah. I remember that. Just surely out of, you know, like courtesy, yeah. but not because they necessarily wanted need, to need, do that. Wanted to or needed to. Like we don't need yeah. like the bigger MCU story to tell right. our story kind but of I, thing. But I can tell you for a fact, like, I mean, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., for instance, even though they, they do intersect to some degree, mm-hmm. they, that show got so much better after Winter Soldier because it it its storylines were bouncing off of that happening of Shield. Yes, and the downfall it, kept, of Shield. it kept people intrigued because they were like, "Ooh, yeah. what if someone from the yeah. movies trickled down?" Yeah, and, and, yeah. And dare I say that that's the moment that you know Disney and Marvel Studios were like, "Oh, what if we just keep doing that?" And then you know just feeding us breadcrumbs, and so yeah. that then carried on to Netflix, for instance. And you know, you see it in the show. They they always make reference and to to the Battle of New York again. Yeah. And you know the Daily Bugle papers, which are technically the same branding from the Sony verse, but yes. they're in Netflix verse, featuring MCU events. <laughs> so it's a Nexus event in itself. And so I want to say, hundred percent. They're totally in the same universe. I I'm think so. Yeah, like that. no way, like, no yeah. way you can ignore it. Yeah, and I mean, perhaps you know, and this is a question that could go, you know, eons and eons. Um, um, but uh, you know, like the whole debate about, well, where the heck was Spider-Man when this was happening? Where was Captain America when this is happening? Why wasn't Jessica Jones there? And it's like, well, it's kind of like you know, if you have a friend that's in another city doing something, yeah, you know, it, you're you're all doing your own things. You're all concentrating on your own, uh, you know, of the moments. Uh huh. True. And so, how did you watch all of the Netflix series? Not or all any? of them. No, I was horrible with keeping up with it. I was just, I was. I think Daredevil was probably the one where I was like, okay, yeah, this is yeah. good. Yeah. 
and like all the other ones came out like mm-hmm. pretty much around the same time. Yeah. I was just like, I can't, I can't keep up with any of these. <laughs> and they did solid drops. I know. I watched a couple of Jessica series. Jones. I watched a couple. Season one. We're talking season one. Yeah. Yeah. Of all of them. I think for sure season one of I definitely finished all of season one of Daredevil. Mm-hmm. I think I may have trickled in and out of season two of Daredevil, mm-hmm. and I think I may have finished Jessica Jones or only halfway finished. And then Luke, like I said, I was just like, oh my god! And <laughs> like I, I'm, I'm a horrible person that's like to sit down and binge. Like, and that's why I love the weekly stuff so much because I'm like, right. cool. I just have to sacrifice one hour yeah. out of you know this day, right? And that's cool, and and it's done. And I have to, and I can wait. But when yeah. it comes to the binging thing, I'm like, oh, it's so tough. I'm like, oh, okay. Like I finished this one. I'm like, oh, that's good. Yeah. Maybe I can watch the next one. Let's just you know. <laughs> then like five hours later, I'm like, especially deep. with an hour show. Like if it's a 45, 55. That's the, that's show. the thing. I'm horrible with hour long shows. That's mm. why I love thirty minute episode shows a Got lot. It. Yeah. Um. And I, I never was able to sit down through like hour long shows. Mm. So did you watch Luke Cage? I did watch a couple of Luke Cage too. Did you watch Iron Fist? Iron Fist, I did not. I didn't. <laughs> I, didn't I didn't give it. The I'm going to be real. Not many people did. Yeah. I did. I definitely I, watched. I, think the I, like, thing. I saw it came out. Yeah. But then I heard like I saw like reviews and everything. And I was, was like, tough. oh, interesting. It was tough. Yeah. There was a lot of reasons why like, it was so tough. Like like compared general, to to Luke Cage, Jessica yeah. Jones, and Daredevil, yeah. they were just like. What the they, the they, f- they, they, they pushed that baby out. Like, he was not ready. Damn. Like, I believe, I remember reading that Finn Jones, who plays um, Danny mm-hmm. Rand, um, on the show, he was learning sequences, martial arts sequences, like an hour before taping. Like, that's how, that's that's how the worst. Yeah, pushed and out. Some, and people don't see that. And like, people don't, no, yeah. they, just, they just watch the first or you know, first two yeah. episodes, they're like, yeah, this is definitely a money thing. Yeah, this is definitely a money thing. And um, and I it got better, but I do, you know, I hope they bring him back or bring the character back. Um, yeah. so you didn't watch? That means you didn't watch Defenders? No, I did not. Ah. did not. <laughs> Punisher? Yes, oh, you watched. I Punisher. did watch Punisher because okay. I heard I did, I I came out and then I saw like reviews yeah. and I saw like clips uh, and everything and I was like, oh, Johnny Bernthal is he's amazing. just he's he's great. He's fantastic. Yeah. I love him as an actor, um, and especially as as uh, Frank Castle. Um, and so back to the questions. Oh, let, actually, let let me answer that. Um, so yeah, so I I think yes, I'm gonna say yes because that's what I want. But also, I do feel like it does. They they do exist in this. I, I feel like. Kevin Feige yeah. has so many aces up his sleeve that he's probably <laughs> like, oh, I can't wait to drop this on people. And we're going to be like, oh, yeah. my God. And and so you've seen the discussions, I'm sure, where he, I don't know if it was him, but maybe the studio has openly said we would love to bring back Charlie Cox as yes. Daredevil. We would love to bring back Kristen Ritter as Jessica Jones. And we would love to bring back John Bernthal as Frank Castle. But the other two haven't anything yet there's a reason i know it's so unfortunate but you know we'll see um i want to make a bold like prediction and assumption once spider-man um far from home no way home no way home god damn it (laughs) once that comes out yeah that is gonna open the floodgates oh absolutely after all yeah. those reports of like who was cast or whatever whether it's true or not (laughs) after that movie Mm mm-hmm Things are gonna go ballistic it's in the MCU. Yeah, bonkers. And Kevin Feige will finally be able to talk about, be like, yeah. all so, these people are coming back. Yeah, ah, 
all these shows, all these people are coming back. Yeah. We're gonna have new like new, these these writers, directors yeah. like touch it, and then oh my gosh, it's gonna it's gonna be so good. What we know as an Infinity Saga yeah. that will not even be like what that'll, that'll be like minuscule a to blip, what's gonna happen. A blip in what, the what, galaxy. Yeah. Oh my god. Especially after Eternals too. Eternals. Yeah. Ooh, which is a huge one. Um, and so for Claire Temple in particular, mm-hmm. and so <laughs> if if you're at all familiar with the street level heroes and defenders and whatnot, even Hawkeye, um, there is a character named the Night Nurse. Okay. And so for Netflix in particular, I feel like uh, Claire is very much that character. Um, Mm -hmm. Her name in the comics is actually Linda Carter. Does that sound familiar at all? Linda Carter? (laughs) Yeah. No. So I believe that's the name of the woman who portrayed uh, Wonder Woman. Okay. In the original uh, 1970s, 1980s uh, Wonder Woman show. And she was also in Wonder Woman 84. Um, Linda Carter. So she... Oh, wow. It's She's not necessarily based... She's not necessarily based on her. But okay. it's kind of a funny homage name. Um, but anyway, she's the night nurse. That's Claire Temple, essentially. Would Claire Temple op- you know, like take care of Bucky Barnes on a random night? He gets shot in the arm. Hey, totally. Maybe. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Um, so yeah, I hope, I hope Joel is, I hope you, you, you have that mental picture <laughs> in your brain. <laughs> Who knows when it's going to happen or if it's going to happen, but hey, yes. Hey, you never know. Um, and so now we're going to, we're going to ski daddle over to episode four with Scarlet Witch. Um, Ooh. and a question, another question from Laura on Patreon. Um, she says, I loved this episode very much. Steven was talking about the Hawkeye initiative after my question, and this is my favorite post. And uh, I got a link here to, um, <laughs> do you do you remember, did you ever see the Hawkeye initiative, Jeffrey? No, I don't, I don't believe I did. And so the Hawkeye initiative was essentially like a response to the over-sexuality of female characters in comic books. And so in oh, place, wow. and so say you saw a panel, a sexy pose of Black Cat. Sure. Someone did it better and put Hawkeye in the same pose. <laughs> <laughs> and so there, oh, yeah. It was called the Hawkeye Initiative. And so um, <laughs> here, here is one in particular that Laura thinks is her favorite. Um, and it, the caption is, boop, do he got a, he do he got the booty? And it's based off of a, a panel from, um, I believe, I don't know which DC comic it is, but it has Starfire. Oh, that's and so hilarious. It's, it's Clint in a uh, bikini with yes. his butt just protruding yes, out. Yes, 100%. And Widow is not amused at all. Um, it's it's hilarious when the it is. when it's swapped. Yeah. Um, I think I pulled up, I'll post it on Instagram. I think I meant to, and I had it. But there's one of... Uh, like the infamous black cat one in particular for me, um, that is just so, so funny. Oh my God, look at this. <laughs> and it's based I on, mean, yeah, it's I, I on, get it. Right? Like, yeah. Let's if see. black cat can do it, why well, can Hawkeye can? <laughs> and I love this. There's a little, you what know, kind of so, pose is that anyway? Right? Jesus it's Christ. like this, this very like sexual, sensual pose of yeah. black cat like hugging a building edge and then. You know, Hawkeye is in the same position with his bow and arrow. And then it has a tiny, tiny, um, you know, Agent Fury on the corner saying, what are you doing, Agent? (laughs) Um, That's great. (laughs) So the Hawkeye initiative was actually quite good. Um, 
And so, uh, yeah, so that, I mean, that necessarily wasn't necessarily about Wanda, but, but no, yeah, it is a comic oh, yeah. I remember, I remember Steven so good. talking yeah. about that and yeah. we were talking about like when it came to like Wanda in yeah. the comics and everything. Yeah. yeah the over-sexualization of the females. It's, it's a constant problem, but Hey, we get, we get some justice here and there. And I mean, and Scarlett Johansson just talked about oh, did she? that. I don't know if you saw, she, no. she did like an interview or whatever. Yeah. And she was talking about like the, the over-sexualization over sexualization of black widow mm-hmm. when she first appeared in iron man 2 yeah and i agree with her like i remember watching oh, yeah. that and i was just like oh for yeah sure. they made her like for sure like especially for that time i mm-hmm. get why they did mm-hmm. but was, like then you look back at it you're like ah and i remember because that was her first appearance right yeah first appearance i remember sitting in that movie and that representation of her i was i was so thrown off by it because really, yeah. I, I was so familiar with natasha already and so i was just like she's gotta she's gotta be kidding right like she's not really no she's being an agent she's being an agent and it's cool but they really did like for that first half oh yeah that first half she, yeah, the movie for sure yeah really really like did that it. like that boxing scene i was just like whoa this is <laughs> yeah. i mean as a guy i was like okay yeah she's kind of <laughs> she's kind of sexy yeah but i was just like yeah. There's got to be more to this. Like, no way she's yeah. just, you're, you're going to have Scarlett Johansson just play this role in this yeah, movie and no that's way. it, you know? And I'm so glad that she, you know, inevitably played so much more into Natasha as an agent and being yeah. able to use that. And that's like, you know, it's basically a widow power is that she has this, you know, irresistible. I mean, yeah, she's a double agent. She, yeah, she, she can get whatever she wants. She can do whatever. She can manipulate any which way she, she needs to. She can swindle anybody. <laughs> exactly. And so, thank goodness there was more to that. Yeah. Um, and so I'm going to dive back into our most recent episode for Loki, um, episode five. And so we mentioned in episode five, um, the rankings of most appearances in the MCU. Yes. And so Jeffrey, I knew you were, you were questioning like who in God's name was number one. And so I'm going to go through this list. This comes courtesy of the chive. (laughs) Oh yeah. And so we're going to go through the, the, the top 20 characters in the MCU. Wait, is this top 20? No. Yeah, no. Top 20 most appearances. All right. And so we're going to start with number 20. Do you have any idea? So this is the least... Least appearances. So far. As of and we're talk- March and, and, we're, and we're talking about titular heroes. Correct. Like- Correct. As far as I understand, yes. Oh my gosh. I'm not going to do this with everybody. Just this number. Who's only had like one movie. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the crazy thing. It's not like that. Uh, okay, we're gonna have to go through this. Okay, tied with five appearances each. Yes. Is Peter Parker Spider Man? Yeah. Agent Phil Coulson. Rip. Hemdall. Oh, yeah. Heimdall. Okay. Heimdall. Yeah. Heimdall. Wanda Maximoff, Scarlet Witch, and this is pre. This is not including TV shows, as far as I. Okay. Understand. Yeah. That, yeah. For sure, that makes sense. Um, and so those those four are tied for least. Amount. Okay. So yeah, that's still that makes pretty... sense. Yeah, because Wanda had a very small role yeah. in all in the movies that she was in. Yeah. Peter Parker. Yep. Came late. Yep. Phil Coulson. Yeah, he's only been in a couple. <laughs> Which is funny because like Coulson had such an impact on so many films. So before he, veering he, he off was into in, he was in Thor, mm-hmm. Captain Marvel, First Avengers. Uh-huh. Um, You're missing two Iron more. Iron Man one. Yeah. One more. Oh, he got this. Oh, not Thor two. No, no. He died in Avengers. <laughs> Rip. Rip. 
<laughs> and the only time after that, after he died. Iron Wait. Man 2. Oh, it was Iron Man 2? Yeah. Iron Man, Thor, Iron Man 2, The Avengers, and Captain Marvel. Which, by the oh, way. Oh, that's right. Oh, my God. Because he dropped off the box at the house. Yes. He was like, I got to go. Yeah. And then she was like, Phil. And he's like, he's Phil. <laughs> he's Phil. Why is he? <laughs> Why is his he first Phil? name is yeah. Agent. Agent. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Phil Coulson's had a pretty big stake in this all. Okay. Um, and then the next up. With six appearances each, Agent Maria Hill, Clint Barton, Hawkeye. Really? Happy Hogan. Okay. Falcon. And then... Oh, yeah. Okay. I was going to be like, what? Yeah. Loki and Bruce Banner, Hulk. Okay. Yeah. So they're all tied. That makes sense. Yeah. Bruce Banner makes sense. Yeah. It's wild. And then, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four. So this batch, this next tier, with seven appearances in the MCU, each pre-Disney Plus, Winter Soldier, Bucky Barnes. Whoa. Natasha Romanoff, Black Widow. Okay, okay. Pepper Potts. Oh, okay. I feel like for some reason, Pepper would, you would think Pepper would be in the least amount. Right. Yeah. Honestly, but she's had so many tiny cameos too. And then Jarvis slash uh, Vision with seven appearances each. Really? Yeah. Vision? Or well, just they're, counting they're, Jarvis they're too? Ca- yeah, they're okay, counting okay, Jarvis okay, too. Okay, okay. So if you don't count Jarvis, I would say that he's not even on this ranking. Because Jarvis... He's an Iron Man, Iron yeah, Man 2, well, Jar- Avengers. Well, Jar- and then Jarvis Vision, le- Jarvis left in Age of Ultron. Yeah, because there are okay. f- he, four movies, he's Jarvis. Yeah. Of these seven. So yeah. um, So basically Paul Bettany. We're talking about Paul, Paul Bettany. <laughs> and then uh, for, let's see. Okay. I think this is third third overall. But with eight appearances each, mm-hmm. James Rhodes, War Machine. Okay. Not Ta- counting Terrence Howard? <laughs> oh, no. no, but they did. They, did count, oh, they, they count Iron Man 1, so it is counting uh, Terrence. Yeah, it's not It's not just Don Cheadle. So uh, all due respect to uh, Mr. Terrence Howard, funny. but um, the OG roadie, uh, for those of you who aren't familiar, uh, before the recasting. <laughs> um, so roadie is tied with Thor. Okay. Oh, with Thor. That's it. Those two. They're tied for eight appearances eight each. Eight appearances? Yep. And then next okay. on the ranking... For third place, third, fourth place, whatever, with nine appearances. Okay. In the MCU, Steve Rogers, Captain America. Wow. Okay. I can't believe this. I really thought Cat would be higher up there. I really did. And so he has three people on top on top of him. Nice. So, third place most MCU appearances, with ten. Okay. Under his helm, Tony Stark, Iron Man. Real. That's. Third? Third overall. What? Yeah. <laughs> so that counts for Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 2, The Avengers, Iron Man 3, Avengers, Age of Ultron, yeah. Captain America, Civil War, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Homecoming, Avengers Infinity War, and Endgame. Holy, holy moly. Okay. And then in second place overall with a furious 11 appearances nice. is Nick Fury. Okay. Yes, that makes sense to me. With basically all of the ones that I listed for Iron Man, with the addition of Far From Home. Okay. Crazy. Okay. And then number one. <laughs> I am very. Gonna... I'm genuine. I'm genuinely like <laughs> confused and concerned. I'm like, why? Okay. Once you realize who this is. Once you realize who this is, okay. you're gonna be like. It's probably gonna make me mad. Shocks! I didn't realize it. I know. Because it is none other. Then this guy right here, the Watcher. Okay. Stan the Man Lee himself. Yes. 
Yes. With 22 appearances. I would hope it's 22 appearances. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I can't even uh, name every... I mean, I don't need to, really. Every MCU movie, he's basically in it with a cameo. And so... In the comic books, there are, there are these characters named the Watcher. They're essentially they watch over the, the yeah. all time and space of yeah. all things. And and Stanley, even though he has portrayed different characters mm-hmm. within all of these cameos, he's essentially still the Watcher. They've dubbed him the Watcher. And so I, I pulled out a little tiny toy from Guardians of the Galaxy Two, where Stan um, is in his little spacesuit and he sits with the three Watchers yeah. that are on you know the planet, the moon, where I forgot where they were. But um, but yeah, so Mr. Stanley, Stanley, rest in peace um, to the God Himself. Yeah, the Watcher. I also, I do, I do like how they're bringing back like the, that Watcher character back. Yeah, with the for, with the what if for what if. So like that that's cool. I can't wait for that series. That's Me a that's too. a very exciting series. Um, and as a as a fan of the what if comic books, yeah, that's huge for me. I'm just like I can't wait. And, and, and not that they're going to be full on adaptive of that of the comics, but mm-hmm. um, I just love how they're also using the yeah, the voices too of the actors. So great. It's great. It's also going to be Chadwick's last performance as Black as Panther. T'Challa, I know. Yeah, I know. Um, so it appears that Jeffrey Wright. Will be what? Yes. Yes. Jeffrey Incredible. Wright. He's great. Absolutely him. great. And so he'll be uh, voicing the Watcher in the series, which is apparently coming out in August. 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 Sweet. Quote unquote. Um, you know, they got to stay Is that, is that the next show that's yeah, coming on Disney Plus? Next show after after Loki, and so um, we'll see how or if that rolls into it in some way, um, especially with the Nexus events and all of this madness that's happening. Um, yeah, it's going to be a fun summer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then next we have a question from Patreon patron Ionwhat. And he says, let's talk multiverse. All right. And this is more this is more of an exploratory question for you and I, Jeffrey. So here we go. There's a version of you out there that's a superhero mm-hmm. with your same personality and mostly same life. Mm-hmm. What would they look like? Oh God! Are they a spider person? A mutant? What does your suit look like? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I don't know if you, I mean, you had to have seen this, but when when Spider Verse was a thing, when it was just like kind of like hitting social media, yeah, there was that trend on um, Twitter, which was like create your spider sona. Oh, okay. And so people were left and right creating what their... What they thought they would be. Yeah, what their Spider-Sona would be, or like their original character of a spider person. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so we're so multiverse. There's a you, that's you, but it isn't you, but they're a superhero or supervillain or vigilante. What oh do they gosh. look like? What are they doing? Because like me, oh my, my cop-out answer is that I would be like... An amalgamation of many characters that I like from Marvel. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and so, well, like Gwen Stacy, I'm I assuming. I would be a little Gwen okay. Stacy. It would be a little Jessica Jones, a little bit of you know Mockingbird, a little bit of Gamora. Um, but it's a tough call. I know. I see myself <laughs> just because like like I'm I'm a kid. Like I love mm-hmm. like Peter Parker. Like I love like yeah. You know, like that version of him, like yeah. that high school version of him. Yeah. There's that. Part of me also sees maybe a Star Lord. <laughs> <laughs> 
because he's so like just Fantastic. just comedically time comedic timing but, is just but amazing. like Star Lord the persona or Star Lord like you're driving a freaking Milano or a Benatar or a Bowie spaceship in space. I feel like that. Yeah. <laughs> That sounds fun. Dancing around. Yeah. Kicking Orlando. To, to old 80s music. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's me. Yeah, I, I love it. that. That's great. Okay. Yeah. I'm digging it. I so, dig it. So that. Yeah. It's never been. I'm trying to think of villain. No, not really any villains no. too, maybe. Yeah. You'd be pretty like straight, straight laced. Yeah, and I think it's so. It's that cap spirit in you. Maybe. But I can never be Captain America. Yeah, I know that no, for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's off the top of my head that I can think of yeah. right now, but yeah. <laughs> well, mine. I mean, like honestly, there already is a version of me in the Marvel universe. That's true. Technically, that's true. You gotta you gotta <laughs> for, pose that right for people who don't know. My my goodest wonderful friend Robbie Rodriguez, the co-creator of Spider Gwen herself, actually drew me in a cameo as myself in a Spider Gwen book. So. If you're an avid follower of that, the original title, it's in volume two, issue nine, and it's when she's like kind of head to head with the Punisher. And um, there's a scene where Gwen and the Mary Janes go to a, a concert and they're seeing the Valkyries, a band called the Valkyries, um, which is basically, I think they described it as like pop synth metal or something. Nice. Um, and I'm in the crowd next to Gwen wearing a Mary Jane shirt because I'm a fan of her band in that universe as well, which is funny because I look like myself. I'm a fan of the Mary Janes like I would be. That's great. And so now I'm just building on that headcanon that in that universe, <laughs> I'm secretly like a wannabe superhero. <laughs> With a mild, like, uh, a penchant for drinking, like Jessica Jones, mm -hmm. who's a little smarty pants, like Mockingbird, but is really good with knives, like Kimura. So that's my, that's my, my supersona. That's going to be my supersona. I, ha I have two more. I just, that just okay. popped up. Yeah. I don't know if this, I'm not the super, but I can see myself being a Ned. <laughs> like a Ned from the movies. Yeah, from the movies. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. like, I'm like your best friend. Oh, I'm your hype man. Like, oh my God. God. Could you imagine? Oh, you're Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of love me. that. I want I want six one six Jeffrey to meet sixty five die and just collide, and that would be like the yeah. best title. There we and go. then another one, I can probably see myself as Scott Lang. Really, just personality wise, <laughs> and then just trying to be like yeah. and just learn, and then like me, like just being so fascinated with yeah. meeting like meeting uh, meeting Hank, and I'm like I'm like thank you for thinking of me. What the what is this? <laughs> Like, ah! Yeah. yeah, I see myself I, like that. Yeah, I can see, I can see a little <laughs> bit all that. Oh my gosh. Imagining like, um, like in What If, for instance, it's like, I believe T'Challa becomes Star-Lord. So in your case, I could see yes. Scott, Lang, Scott Lang becoming Star-Lord with a pinch of Ned. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> there you go. On Instagram, we actually put this poll up quite some time ago. Um, and it was kind of piggybacking off of, I think, something fandom posted. And they asked... You know, of anybody from the MCU, choose one character that you would like to see get a show on Disney Plus. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so we got a couple of responses. We did. Um, Catherine Blades said, uh, "James Wu, James Wu, hey, I, 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 I doubled down on that. I'm not mad at and that. And I said I would love to see a James Wu with Luis from okay. Ant Man. Yes, with a little bit of Darcy." Yes, agree, <laughs> like wholeheartedly. The, the three, like, totally agree. Total, totally normal people yes. that are just like, you know what, we live in a world yeah. of superheroes. Invested, totally invested in that. Totally invested in that one. And then uh, uh, I believe it's, it's Laura C. Uh, wrote, Shuri, 
all day, 100%. every day, solving mysteries. Would love that. Doing hella science, sending Peter memes. Yes, would love that, but then also have the occasional Peter show up. Yes, like, that'd be so that, cool. That'd be a great kind yeah. of just like... I mean, what better way to kind of catapult Young Avengers exactly. than have these two Young Avengers together? 100%. Um, and then uh, uh, Andrew wrote Drax, which would be interesting because... That is very interesting amidst all the, <laughs> the reports <laughs> the recently. The reports about um, our Dave dear friend Bautista. Dave Batista talking about how he's done with Drax officially. I mean, yeah, he, he's, he, I think he said it. He, he, he's almost 60. Yeah. It's only some, like, you know... He's, he's 60. He's not almost 60. Almost. Well, he's like in his 50s. No, he's not. That's what he said, though? No, he's I not. I swear no, to God. Unless he was being no. exaggerated. He unless had he was to being, be, Oh, my gosh. Oh, now I have to Google it. Oh, my gosh. <gasps> Dave Batista is 52 years old. Whoa, that's crazy. Yeah. No way. Yeah. I had so no then he's idea. Like, he's, like, he's like, dude, I'm almost like 60. 60. Like, I can only be in shape like this for so long. She looks great. Oh. Yeah. oh my gosh. Well, but yeah, I would love to see. I mean, that would be awesome. Because cool. it, well, that's the funny thing is that he was just saying that like a year ago. But suddenly, once I'm, I think once he got the script for Guardians Three, he was like, never maybe, mind, I'm maybe done. Maybe less than flattering. For yeah, him. it's probably less than flattering. It, he's not getting the conclusion he wanted for Drax in any way. Um, and this, of course, is after Infinity War and Endgame too. Yeah. Um, because you know, I'm sure he had a picture in his mind of how that all went down for Drax. Um, but Drax as a character is actually very interesting, and he's mm-hmm. another one that I wouldn't I wouldn't be um, opposed to, to covering in full depth, because um, yeah, he, he had a very human life before becoming Drax the, the Destroyer. Destroyer, and so um, and it's very different from the one we see in in the MCU. Um, and it's funny because like, are you a, are you a Parks and Rec fan at all? Which one? Parks and Rec. Ah, uh, not not like um. But do you not, know? Not a huge one, but yes. Like so, Ron Swanson has this like alter ego where he's a sax man. He yes. Like, <laughs> yes, I know that. I swear to God, every time I see it in the comic books, because Drax loves the saxophone. Oh, Excuse he me. does. He absolutely loves the saxophone. He plays the saxophone. He played the saxophone in his human form, and so every time they do an homage or like a a, a you know like flashback. To his human form, playing saxophone, I think of Ron Swanson because it looks like him. I forgot his name, but it looks like him. That's um, hilarious. But yes, yeah, so that would be an interesting show um, if he would ever do it. I don't know if he would now, but um, I think it's grueling for him to be in that makeup chair. Yeah, I bet. I mean, it's easier now because the first. But, I remember the first Guardians. I yeah. remember it was like seven, eight hours. Yeah. In the Obviously, they got it down to maybe like and you, three. Have you seen him? In the process, he yeah. has to stand, and he has to stand with his hands, like his arms. Yeah, out. I mean, obviously oh they've got gosh. they've gotten it down now to like three hours, yeah. but it's that's still it's a so long crazy. time. Yeah. You have a call time at nine a.m. Yeah. and then you have you have to be there at six to get yeah. makeup. If even whole, that, yeah. whole body too. Whole body. That's that's tough. That's so tough. I don't I don't blame him. Yeah, I can't blame <laughs> him at all. So so who would who would your one character be if you could pick anybody like to a, get show, a show tv show straight up show you could be six episodes four eight twelve whatever whatever oh you think. man so what character do i want to like would like definitely just delve deep mm-hmm. with Whew. i definitely have my answer already, already. i know <laughs> man that is a toughie uh-huh. honestly and it's and it's crazy too because these these are all movie stars mm-hmm so to see them in like a TV show is is honestly a it's whole nother trippy, level. Right? It's crazy, yeah. yeah. Like seeing, yeah. I kinda oof. Uh, 
honestly, mm-hmm. I think I do want to see Peter Parker. <laughs> really? I think I do because that's a great so. One, let's just go back to like the movies. Like all we've seen is the movie iterations, and it's always been like um, Uncle Ben gets gets killed, and then boom, he goes on this journey of self realization. Yeah. Like you know. Well, first off, would you want to see Tom Holland brave? His Uncle Ben's death? Yes. I want Milo Ventimiglia to be his Uncle Ben. I am seriously putting yeah. that out there in the universe. If it ever happens. I would love to see that. If it, but oh, like but only it. Yeah. if it was in TV form. Got it. In that episodic format. Yeah. Because now it's like, that happens in the first episode, boom. Now you see this, this like five, six hour journey mm-hmm. of him being like, oh my gosh. You know what though? Now that you mention it, I almost see it like they treated Mandalorian season one where you get flickers of the flashback and it doesn't happen until three or four that you see the full on thing and then it goes into the present. True. Yeah. That, that I could too. see them doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I would love only because it's episodic. Mm-hmm. If it was a movie and they showed him Uncle Ben dying, I'd be like, ah, no, we've done this before. We've done this already. That's literally like give give me more, (laughs) give me more personality, give me more emotion to it rather than just like like ah. High school or college? College. Ah, good answer. College. Good answer. I'm down. College. I support this. Feige, make it happen. We've seen already yeah. iterations of high school. Let's see him be. Let's see him be a twenty-one-year-old adult. Yeah. Like with. Like just very mature yeah. problems rather than just high school. Like, uh. I wonder if it it would be at all possible that perhaps let's just say Tom Holland's done with films, done with Spider-Man films. What if the agreement is instead Sony and Disney Plus, Marvel Studios do the Spider-Man series? Yep. And they do take it forward. They do take it to college Peter Parker in that way. And then he makes an appearance in the Avengers 5 or whatever the yeah. heck. Yeah, there's not even an Avengers scheduled for, yeah, there's not for this Phase 4. None. Which is crazy. People, yeah, I saw that. First time. People are like, what? There's yeah. no Avengers? Like, yeah, man, there's, there's too much stuff going on. There's literally no Avengers team, kind of. Yeah. Like, no of. one's really... <laughs> for, like, no one yeah. has taken the helm of like... None. We need to create a team yeah, exactly. again. Since exactly. Iron Man and Cap are not here yeah, anymore. It's exactly. Like, yeah, it's fine. Well, surprise to no one, my choice would be Gamora and Nebula. I would love to have a that would be a great. I think that'd be like a it'd be like a Falcon Winter Soldier type deal, but very different. But not present, past tense. I want to see them before when like Gamora was straight up deadliest woman of the galaxy. I want to see them. Well, they were when they were both competing for Thanos. Really competing prior to Guardians One. Yes, like in in the novel that I'm reading, it's it's way before that. Yeah, and even then, that that whole storyline is interesting because it also involves the grandmaster um oh nice and, and thanos and you know these sanctions on different planets and you know being a fan of star wars in a sense that i would love to see these different planets and these different environments with those familiar characters yeah. and settings you know like where they're just like they hate each other but they don't hate each other they love each other but they and they're never also want to say deadly that. And, and they're they, incredibly deadly and they go on these like planets with yeah. Thanos, and they're just ripping planets yeah, apart it's so interesting and yeah there's so much detail that they just haven't even touched on and i don't mean that like as a character but also just like they're 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 technical and their weaponry you know what i mean yeah. like they're talking about how they have like knives in their boots and that they use them and they pull people's eyes out <laughs> like, crazy like, they're so crazy and graphic and they're they have so much more to their their character than is allowed on screen at this time but i would love to see like a short series about them yeah. and how they really did build up to 
to who they were on screen. Yep. That'd be crazy. Can't wait for Guardians 3. Space! In space. In space. And then the holiday. Holiday, holiday special. special. That, I, um, I, don't, I have no idea what to expect. Yes. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited about that. So that, that would be mine. The next couple of questions are, are kind of character study based. We actually got a few of these in particular. Um, just people who are just very curious like about the episodes that are coming. Mm-hmm. And so, for instance... Um, it might be a bit repetitive, but I'm going to ask both independently. Um, from from Ariel on Instagram, she asks, "What characters are you most looking forward to covering? And also, are there any characters you refuse to cover?" I saw that. It was very. It's very interesting. <laughs> yeah. Characters I want to study. Yeah. The first one that came out of my head was came to my head was definitely I don't know just Doctor Strange. You want to? I think <gasps> I do. That's a very, yeah. I'm very fascinated like by yeah. his character after seeing like the first movie, like, mm-hmm. you know, he kind of has a Tony Stark traits, mm-hmm. but, but he's a, the mystic master of the mystic arts. Mm-hmm. There it is. Mm-hmm. So like that whole thing yeah. and that backstory. And that's a whole other, cause you know, like there's like with the X-Men and, and Professor Xavier, for instance, and how he created, you know, his academy mm-hmm. of sorts, um, Doctor Strange in the comic books also has his own, and it's 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 the um, the Magic Academy. Um, I think it's Mystical Arts or something okay. like that. He has his own academy, and and so it's it's this whole other family tree of magicians and yeah. sorcerers and witches and Wiccans that we just haven't even seen yet. Yeah. You know, and yeah, and and to even tap into that as well as his background and Stephen Strange as a person. Um, and, and he is kind of a, he's kind of a dick. Oh yeah. <laughs> and he has this adorable ghost dog, um, that I love so much in the books as well. And he's got like all these like interesting, I, I mean, I'm not at all familiar with Harry Potter, but I imagine there are attributes that are very similar between the two where it's almost mm-hmm. whimsical and, you know, yeah. and funny. And so I would love, yeah, I, I would love to, to dive into that more. And there's a huge event coming I think in December or October from Marvel Comics, okay. where they're they're quote unquote planning to kill Stephen Strange or kill Doctor Strange in the comics. In the comics, so that's rustled some that's ruffled some, some feathers. feathers. So yeah. uh, I don't know what that means. I don't know if yeah. that means that he's going to die temporarily, and then mm-hmm. they're going to tie in you know a multiverse of madness thing where Wanda has to come in, yeah. and save him. Who knows? Yeah. We don't know. Maybe so, maybe Wanda will be the next Doctor Strange wow. in the comic books. Um, wow, that'd be inter- that'd be crazy. Yeah, so that'd be wild. Um, is there is there anyone that you wouldn't you wouldn't cover? do? That's an, okay, that's hard. <laughs> because I I, I kind of teased Jeffrey about like the Inhumans, for instance, because I braved. I am one of like twenty five people who braved the Inhuman I mean, show. If we're going that deep into the show, I was like, I was thinking mostly the movies. Yeah, but show. I mean, yeah. I guess it's people that I don't know the most about, but then that makes me want to be like, okay, what, right. what, um, now I want to kind of learn. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, like some of the Netflix shows, obviously yeah, I didn't see like all of them all the way through. So it's like, I, 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 like, I don't, like, I wouldn't be mad if we didn't do them kind of thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is news to me. Yeah. Like I'd be like, <laughs> like all right, who, that's who, fine. Who do you, who, who would you not, like, who would you not be as interested or like enthralled about covering? Uh, like, in the shows or just like in general in general yeah I mean not because we obviously have like a huge lineup of characters that we're gonna 
go through before even getting to that point. But there's going to be a couple here and there. Like, I mean, if we like if and when we dive into Fox first, like Sabretooth. Are we going to talk about Tyler, Tyler Maine and be like, you remember X-Men one and how he didn't say anything at all. And he was kind of like a, Oh my God. Okay. (laughs) I'm, I'm trying to like, think of like strictly the MCU movies of the 20 plus that have come out. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. It's so hard. (laughs) Uh, Is there, is there, here's an easier question for you. Is there an MCU character you don't like? I don't like. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I do like all of them. I have to give some sort of he's, benefit of the doubt. He's so pure Cause, cause, right cause now because it, it goes because it goes back to the to the Captain Marvel argument. Like everyone yeah. hates Captain Marvel yeah. slash Brie Larson. I don't I don't understand why. Right. Like, like I literally had a friend DM me the other day. I told you about this. I yeah. think a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. She was like, "Oh, I love Captain Marvel, but I hate the actors." And I was just like, "I don't." Get I, like, it. I get it. <laughs> I, I I understand, but I'm also like, "Why?" I'm also like, "Why?" Like mm-hmm. I don't know. I follow Brie Larson on YouTube and Instagram yeah. and Twitter, and like I don't know. Like, so is there? Do you have your equivalent of that dislike? No. I feel like no. I feel like you like everybody. Because I, I I want because because <laughs> I'm such like a not a purist, but more of just like a. There's a reason these creators and mm-hmm. these directors they they want to bring this character to yeah. the screen. So yeah. they spent months, mm-hmm. years developing this character. Yeah. So you have to give it a There's benefit. There's some appreciation. And yeah. I think James Gunn answered this on one of his like Instagram Q and A's. He was like, "Do you hate any one movie?" And he's like, "No, I don't," because there are a ton of creatives and people that mm-hmm. worked hard to get that movie out. Right. So you have to have some sort of like you know mm-hmm. like benefit of the doubt for them where it's like yeah maybe you didn't like it mm-hmm. that doesn't mean like it's not bad yeah the person that was behind it or the people that were behind it they 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 tried to push out the best like concept that they could on screen right they had their intention and they had their intention of doing things and sometimes even though they put it out sometimes they didn't have the best of resources some movies or shows may right. may may not have got the most amount of money or they weren't able to get the creative freedom they desired well that's the perfect example per, the perfect example of that is in humans like yeah. you know like they yes, spent like the, millions yeah. of dollars on the hair and then by the second episode they chopped it all off and it never comes back yeah. for the rest of the series yeah, so. and so that damaged the story i think yeah so that's you know, why i I say this to myself a lot. Like, I never dislike a, a film mm-hmm. or a show because, like, yeah, maybe I didn't enjoy it and it had its flaws, but you have to take it for with a grain of salt. Yeah. You know, you have to, yeah. you have to, you have to watch it from like a very surface level. Like, and also, it's gonna resonate for different people. Like, exactly, what you don't yeah. like could inevitably be and yeah. is someone's favorite thing with the favorite actor and the yeah. favorite everything about it and so you know yeah. like it's, like, it's always gonna be like, something yeah, somebody I'm but i'm also not saying that i've definitely i yeah. haven't called a movie like oh that was bad yeah. or that was it i'll say that mm-hmm. but i'll have to but i'll i'll take a step back from it and mm-hmm. be like okay why didn't it work for me mm-hmm. and so then that's when i'll start going into like okay like maybe this didn't work mm-hmm. maybe and then you watch it again or mm-hmm. like like there was this character and like and their trajectory over the course of this film or show and it's mm-hmm. kind of like okay so you I I always have to take a step back and be like why did this not work for me mm-hmm. and then you read the reviews and like okay why did it why did it not work for a lot of other people mm-hmm. so like I always try to like just keep things with an o- open mind because I, I hate bashing on other like people's like <laughs> yeah. creativity so basically no <laughs> <laughs> There's nobody that you dislike in the in the MCU. Dislike? No. Like you wouldn't I, I mind talking dis- about anybody. Huh? You wouldn't mind talking about 
I wouldn't mind, but there are also places where it's like, if we don't talk about it. Like Justin I, Hammer. Are you like totally jazzed to talk about Justin Hammer? I'm not like excited to talk about it. <laughs> or Abomination. <laughs> like Abomination yeah. for the like, for I'm instance. Not, like I'm not like, I, I'm not going to be like, oh my God, yes. <laughs> see those, but see, and, and, and I think with those kinds of characters who are more, uh, sometimes they're, they're, they're less involved overall in the entire grand scheme of things yeah. where they're really just supposed to be focused for a particular movie. Like, I think there's a difference between a Justin Hammer episode versus having a culmination of different villains or antiheroes yeah. put pulled together uh-huh. in one episode. And so I, I would say that the, like, let's talk about the, the villains of Iron Man one, two and three. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily do a single episode on somebody like Justin Hammer abomination. Possibly. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like he's a little more, he has a little more presence to, uh, to me. And also I just feel like in general with, with the films, especially mm-hmm. with, uh, the new, Shang-Chi uh, trailer where he's in the ring with Wong of all people. If if you haven't seen the trailer yet, it's fantastic. Oh my god, amazing. I am officially not watching anything else. <laughs> like <laughs> I've it. hit my limit. That, that is too it. much stuff for me. Yeah. Um, and I said this on Twitter recently. You know, like they released a new trailer for the new Halloween movie, for instance. And Saw I that, yeah. that trailer was basically the film to me. I was like, why? Did, yeah, I. Holy cow! I don't get how. I don't, I don't get why trailers do that. Yeah. Or some trailers do. Obviously, some tra- Marvel trailers yeah, don't no, do that. They don't, but... But, I mean, I don't get yeah, it. Whatever. They basically showed everything, at least from my perspective. And so, for me, with the Shang-Chi trailer in particular, like, even seeing a character like Abomination show up, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Why would you reveal why that? Why would you kind reveal that? Yeah, why in the world yeah. would you reveal that? Big or small, if that's his only scene and he's only in it for two more seconds beyond that, still, why would you show it? Yeah. And also... Is, is he more than just two more seconds than that? Like, and Maybe, why? Yeah. <laughs> Which is, I guess they got, they did their job, but also I would have loved to, you know, again, with the Winter Soldier thing, you know, I would have liked to have seen that fresh in the theater sure. 100%. during the actual thing. But yeah. it is what it is. Okay. I but, think I have a person that I possibly may dislike. <laughs> I was just, I was literally going through <laughs> it in my head. So there might be one where I was just, oh God, Thunderbolt Ross. Oh really, Ross? You don't like Ross? Ross. Or just like after that, after what happened in um, what was it? Was that was that Civil War? Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, and like just his whole general Ross is not. Yeah, uh, but like if like but like if you if if you were to be like you want to do on 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 General Ross and be like man man we don't have to like no like you know he becomes a Hulk too there screw that guy like (laughs) after like his disdain for the superheroes and everything and and him being so light like I have more power like yeah you have more power than Captain America go ahead Jeffrey's lit guys tell him that you tell him that (laughs) yeah and then the way he approached like Cap Cap in um. Was that Infinity War yeah. where he was just like arrest them? Like, yeah, you're gonna arrest ask, us. you're gonna ask Rode, Rhodey to yeah. arrest Captain America and Black Widow, yeah. the Vision and Wanda Maximoff. Sure, please <laughs> go ahead, see what happens. We found they broke one, out, guys. They broke out of the raft once. They'll do it again. So, so next week's ep- so the next episode <laughs> is gonna be about Thaddeus Ross. <laughs> Four hours long. Unless they do Thunderbolts, we'll, then we'll we'll, re, we'll revisit. We'll, right. re, we'll revisit the, the situation. Yeah, <laughs> we might have to. Holy cannoli! Um, excuse my sniffles. Um, for me, I don't know that there's anybody that I refuse to cover. And you know, uh, you know, uh, kind of behind the scenes, like I've already mapped out um, some episodes that might run parallel to actual MCU releases, and mm-hmm. so that you know we can we can stay topical. Um, but yeah, I don't 
I don't know that there's anybody that I wouldn't enjoy talking about because, you know, yeah. for me as a fan as well, it's kind of nice to, to dive into characters that I wasn't very, uh, wasn't very knowledgeable about sure. or they were always kind of in periphery and I never paid attention to them too much um, or just never had. And just, you know, because I stay the course a lot with my books yeah. now. Um, and I, I, I tend to read through characters that I like in this moment as well as check in on faves yeah. and see how they're doing, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like old friends, but, but it's nice to discover new stuff. So yeah, I can't say that there's anybody that I don't, I don't look forward to covering. Sure. Of course. Yeah. So that said, we're going to, we're going to pivot to, um, Andrew's question from Instagram, top five MCU characters that you, that we haven't discussed yet. That we haven't so discussed. So who, who are yet. your oh. top five that you're hoping to discuss oh. in the coming coming weeks, months? Oh, that's interesting. Wow. I'm gonna say the top five, but it's gonna be in like no particular order. It's yeah. kind of just like Go for it. um definitely Doctor Strange. I really now I think about it, you're gonna like this. Uh-huh. I really want to delve deep into Gamora. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm very, I'm very... Sweet. Yes. I kind of know some stuff about her. <laughs> I know a little bit. I don't know yeah. A little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just because I love that. Like, uh, I love that they touched on it in, in Infinity War with, with her whole backstory with Thanos and like all yeah. that and being uh, Thanos' daughter and everything. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting because that means she's very powerful and yeah. everything. So there's that. So Doctor Strange, Thanos... Gamora. Sorry, no, sorry. <laughs> I was like, oh, Thanos nah. stuck in there. Although he's a great one. I mean, wow. yeah, that'd be too, he has, I, I, his I, family tree alone. From the from the surface level of what I know him about him in the comics, yeah, he's very, mm-hmm. you know. I would love to. Ever since the, the, the teaser trailer came out, the Eternals. Mm-hmm. I'm just very fascinated by like because now we're now we're at a point in the MCU where everything is very cosmic. Mm-hmm. You're you're dealing with powers that are beyond the human kind of like connection and everything. Yeah. So I'm very interested, like how like that is, especially if we're gonna see in Eternals how it's like portrayed on screen in mm-hmm. the live action. Mm-hmm. So the Eternals and like what their powers are, yeah, all that. So that's three technically. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my god. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I mean yeah. The, I mean Vision's a very also very. Unique mm-hmm. character, mm-hmm. especially especially the differences between MCU and comic book in particular. Yes, and, and their and then especially creation. what happened in, in WandaVision, mm-hmm. so you can definitely kind of trace yeah, back to that cause, too. Because in the comic books, his creator is a very different person. Yeah, um, who was also present in the MCU. So the fact that those wires never cross is very interesting, and so that'd be interesting to dive into. And then yeah, and then maybe yeah, throwing the um, Scott Lang, Hank Pym, Ant Man yeah. in there. Yeah, Speaking just, of yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, man. That's... Me? Oh, I mean, come on. Gwen Stacy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm ready of for course. Gwen Stacy. But also, in the same token, I can talk about her for days, so it's fine. <laughs> like, I don't, like, ne- I don't necessarily need to talk about her, mm-hmm. but I know that people are, like, waiting for me to talk about of her course. because they're just like, so tell us why you like Gwen like, Stacy. Because yeah. it is a difficult question. That might be just, like, a like a solo episode where, like, we're both here, yeah. but you're just talking the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just gonna be it's like, a I will, I'll, decoy like, of like, like I will just like do the intro, <laughs> yeah. and then I'll just like, like die, just talk go. the whole time. Just go. No, but, <laughs> but in real talk, I would love to dive into Gambit. Okay. Because, and but the thing is, is that 
you know, again, once we go into Fox first, it's a little, it's a little yeah, squirrely. Yeah, I, I, I didn't even think about going into that. And he's only in one film, so that's easy for you. And I think you've already seen X Men Origins. I love it. It's the best movie to ever release <laughs> in the comic movie oh my universe. God. It's, it's the best. Yeah, it's, I think Deadpool. I think Deadpool in that movie. He's the best. Deadpool. Is the best version of Deadpool. Wade Wilson now ever doesn't compare. I've never to heard that. of nope. no no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you guys really don't take that seriously. <laughs> Uh, Please don't take that seriously. Yeah. Oh my god. It must have like a 14% on Rotten Tomatoes or something. I'm surprised it's that high. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty bad. And I like again, I love Taylor Kitsch. Uh it's not his fault. It's it's the director. It's the I don't know. I don't know who to blame. But I um, you know like uh, he's only got one one movie under his belt. And and there are a couple fan films. Poor guy. Um, yeah, I know, poor Gambit. Jeez. And the, the movie that almost was, that isn't anymore, kind of, thank goodness, yeah. um, with Channing Tatum. And so there's, I think there's a lot to explore there. And also his history, you know, and I really have a thing, I'm realizing I have a thing for some characters that kind of come in ambiguously. They're mm. not necessarily a straight up hero. Mm-hmm. You're not sure what their intentions are. And then, or sometimes they're a double agent of sorts. Got it. And so that's kind of resonant with um, with with Mockingbird, and she's kind of got some crazy history with her too. And and yeah, and Gambit, you know, like the whole like first three, four, five years of his like comic book appearances. Yeah. Well, I don't know if we can trust the Cajun. Well, I don't know if we can trust him. <laughs> you know, it's like, bro, he's been here for five years. Come on. I think we can we can yeah. trust him now. He saved a whole like tunnel of mutants, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and they constantly question his his motives, but. Of course, he comes up in the end, and now he is Mr. Anna Marie LeBeau, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> a.k.a. Rogue. Um, so I, I would like Gambit. I want to pick somebody that I don't know Just anything don't know about, yeah. which I think would probably be Eternals, because I know a little bit about Thena because of her attachment to Thanos uh-huh. and her, um, spoiler alert, she's his cousin. Yeah. Um, and so that's interesting. And also she's being portrayed by Angelina Jolie. She's the best. Who's one of my favorite actresses yeah, I lo- I of all she's, time. She's one of my favorites for sure. Oh my gosh. Her yeah. and General- Jennifer Connelly. Hello. Goodbye. Wow. Those nice. are my two girls. Um, and they're both in the MCU. They so are. that's wonderful. They are. <laughs> um, uh, I would love to see a, a visual representation of Jennifer Connelly aside um I wonder Karen. if she's ever going to get the, the chance. I know. That would be wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. So for people who don't realize... Um, Paul Bettany is married to Jennifer Connelly, the wonderful actress from, you know, like, uh, it's the big one. Oh, my God. Dark, not dark, is it not dark crystal? Labyrinth. <laughs> from Labyrinth, from yeah. Dark Water, from, yeah. from Requiem for a Dream. Amazing, yeah. Um, and she voices Peter Parker's, what would you even call it? Robotic? AI? AI? Yeah, Karen, Karen. Right? She She voices Karen in the in the films, the Tom Holland films. And so she's here. Um, but yeah, I would love to, to kind of dive into the Eternals a little more. Um, Nebula, actually. Wow. And I said this the other day because I've, I've been reading the novelization, the new novelization Gamora and Nebula mm-hmm. by Mackenzie Lee that just came out in June. And I just reading and knowing what I know about Guardians of the Galaxy and the characters that are intertwined with it, I find Nebula... Don't tell anybody this, but I find Nebula so much more interesting than Gamora. Wow, that's a hot just, take. It's a hot take. I mean, but just also just because she's so utterly complex and of she's so like everything that ne- that makes Nebula 
is almost a direct domino effect of Gamora. Almost sense. everything. Yeah. She's completely like, I don't want to say ruined her life, but she has affected her life so deeply that they're almost like, you can't have one without the other. Yeah. You really can't. I love her character yeah. arc too in the movies. Yeah. And Karen Gilliam plays, plays oh her God, so well. she's so great. Yeah. And, and yeah, and I like, I remember when Guardians first came out in the, in the theaters and I was like, whoa, Nebula's so cool. I loved Nebula. Uh-huh. Nebula was my thing. I was like, God, she's so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the, the actual like beef to her story is quite incredible. Um, she looks a little different and I think I'd like to explore that whole thing, um, with her first, oh, with her in general. Um, gosh, two more. Now I see your struggle. Uh, it gets there. Yeah, man, that's a toughie. I, I would like to go with somebody mystical, not necessarily Stephen Strange, but yeah. maybe another person in his circle. Her name is Clea, okay. who I believe is in Doctor Strange 2. Okay. She's sort of like an apprentice magician sort um, who comes up from the woodwork and she becomes very prominent in the, in his universe. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she would be one of them. If not, like Nico uh, Minoru from uh, Runaways. Did you ever watch uh, Runaways? I don't, no, I, I don't think I ever she did. She was the, the the goth girl. Kinda. Okay. And she had this wand, the staff that kind of enabled her to to do um, sorcery and, and the like. And I wonder if there's going to be any... I mean, I'm sure they may not bring those kids back, yeah. but they were great too. Um, so somebody from that kind of... I'd love to learn more about that. And then who else? Maybe the Watcher. Maybe the Watcher. That's interesting, yeah. Because, like, they have such a stake in everything. I was going to say, yeah. They're, like, TVA on crack. Probably. Because <laughs> they yeah. don't interfere with anything. They watch. They, just, they watch everything. They just stand back. They stand back, they watch, they observe, and then, um, yeah, they know, they're all-knowing. And so but what's I, their purpose? To watch. That's it? That's it? That's it. They just look over. Um, I mean, I'll surely correct myself, but, but yeah, they just, they're just there to, to observe. And... In the comics, and I kind of made a little uh, joke about this in one of the other episodes, but Nick Fury, I believe, is still the current Watcher in the comic books. He was kind of abandoned. Interesting. Yeah, and they swapped him out. It's the, I believe, it's the old version of um, of Nick Fury with the eye patch who looked, who was portrayed by none other than David Hasselhoff in the old Punisher movie or the old Nick Fury movie. Of course. So yeah. Um, like I said, the, the Watchers are TVA on crack, but they, they're they not meant to interact. But, which is funny because this is also consistent with the Eternals trailer in that they say for, for what did they say? For lifetimes, we've never, we've watched and yes. observed, but we don't, we don't we interfere. Never interfere yeah. That's the same clause that the Watchers follow, which is almost the same as TVA, but TVA has the allowance to like reset the timeline, yeah. which we've seen them do in Loki for a few times. Yeah. Um, but the watchers in particular, yeah, they're, they're not meant to interfere, but they have if need be, if absolutely need be. So I'm curious if they're going to play a bigger part, especially with the Eternals I wonder if we'll in. see any other, if we'll see any other MCU events in the Eternals. I'm yeah. pretty sure we will, but I'm very curious to see if yeah. Their perspe- from their yeah, perspective. Exactly. Was that five for me? I think so. Yeah, yeah. The f- watchers were the last Wasn't one. Wasn't very interesting five, but that's because they're not, they're not like, hey. not at all like expected. <laughs> if you wanted my top five completely like 
Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I guess Groot is <laughs> one of them. Groot, Groot says that oh, yeah, I should. Very interesting. Yeah. Groot says I should do a Groot episode. And I think definitely I would love to do Rocket and Groot. I would love to do Gwen Stacy. I would love to do Gambit. Uh, see, and then three, and I'm like done. Maybe Deadpool would be great. Oh, yeah. He'd be really 100%. fun. Because I think he's so much more than what people think he is. And then, you know, um, of course, you know, one of the street level heroes. You know, I keep saying how much I love Hawkeye. I love Hawkeye. I would love to do him or Daredevil, Jessica Jones. Yeah. Yep. That's it for me. That brings us to Avengers Campus. Oh. It's good stuff. <laughs> and so where do we even begin? Well, actually, I think I have something to show you. Um, instead of doing like a, you know, like an end of the, the my cool item thing, I'm going to start Avengers Campus discussion with the cool item. Ah. And so I got this courtesy of a friend who I will... Re, ah. Who shall rename... Oh, my God. <laughs> can't even talk. Who shall, who shall remain, remain unnamed, nameless. Unnamed. Yes, <laughs> an, an, a, an unnamed agent. Uh, gave me this. This is a file 06042021, which is June 4th, 4th 2021. DCA, DCA, Disney California Adventure. Um, is this the. And this is a top secret document is this folder. Is... And we open the flap. What, wait, is is this the, a, like a cat? A cat? A... Okay. It's a. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I didn't want. I, didn't, I, can't, I don't know if I'm allowed it's, it's to. A, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna say yeah. those words. But okay. it is. It is a thing that only certain people are yes. allowed to have. And so this itself is not. I'm holding up a web of Spider-Man number one issue variant um, with our friendly neighborhood Spidey on it. Um, this wow. isn't. This itself is not an exclusive, as far as I understand. You okay. can buy this at the at the campus. Oh, okay, cool. Um, I was gonna say <laughs> you can get one too, Jeffrey. So this issue is essentially like a prequel to um, the ride, the the story that happens in the ride, because nice. I believe the ride takes place af before Infinity War. In the very that's what least. I've heard. Yeah. I haven't, I, I haven't oh, been on the ride. He been on the ride. <laughs> I can't oh, get the God. reservation. <laughs> so first things first, you know, reservations for web <laughs> are actually very, very hard. Ah. So Godspeed to anybody who's who's hoping to go anytime soon. Um, you got to read up on that whole process. But so this issue just essentially kind of covers that, and it also explores um, the characters that are featured on the ride, which I'll get to a little later. But it's pretty cool. Um, there's a little sticker here. I, I live for proplicas and like tchotchkes that are rare. And I know. Are, I, of course. Like, they're my favorite thing in the world. And so it comes with a nice little letter. I can't take pictures of it entirely, but maybe I'll sneak a peek on something. Um, did you get one of these? Because I have a couple of these. And I, can I give probably should have, but I was just so invested so in, in the campus. I was just like, <laughs> I just want to walk through with my own eyes and yeah. see everything. And so there's a, a special pamphlet of you know the map of the, the so California cool. Adventure that was made specifically for the opening. And so there was, oh. there, this is like kind of like a special thing because... When Batu first opened, Star Wars Land first opened at DCA at, at Disney, they had a special one for that as well. Mm -hmm. They're not numbered or anything, but they're like considerably nicer than the usual yeah. map. Um, so uh, that came with it, and then a a full on That's guide sick. to everything Avengers Campus. Wow! And so it's a it's a beautiful picture book of 
what's in the land and take the tour and here's where everything is and here's the purpose of it all and it's just pictures of every single inch of the land and what characters are featured as well. Um, oh my god! <laughs> so for the curious, the current uh, characters assembling in Avengers Campus are Spider-Man, Black Panther, Iron Man, Doctor Strange, Dora Milaje, uh, General Okoye, um, Black Widow, Taskmaster, Captain Marvel, Ant-Man, The Wasp, Thor, Loki, Captain America, and the Guardians of the Galaxy. And of course, like right now, they, I, I imagine they're going to do this in general. They're going to keep them timely. And so Taskmaster is there for obvious reasons. Um, I mean, as yeah, like with the Loki, with Loki, the Loki yeah. show, they already have a he's a, a variant, a TVA variant Loki, and yeah, I was like, it's what the? Yeah, he just like the minute I think the episode dropped that day, the next he day was he the, was already yeah. there, yeah. And so yeah, it shows all of the food um, and some of the merchandise, and it's really cool, and I love this book. That is it's really awesome, amazing. And uh, thank you, wow. anonymous agent, for that. Um, and so, <laughs> unfortunately, Jeffrey didn't get to go on web, on web slingers. Um, and so, um, I got to go, uh, before the official opening of the, of the land and it's, first of all, it's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. It's cool. really awesome. <laughs> I'm, so <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, but in the queue, it is, it is such a treat for people who, know a little bit of the comics even a little oh, bit great. even a teeny tiny uh-huh. bit because uh web itself uh what's the acro- it's an acronym it for the, what yeah something do you know it something engineering brigade worldwide engineering brigade there you go so web is the acronym for this uh branch so, great. so nice yeah from stark technologies and it's you know peter is one of the one of the uh the main you know, advocates, advocates in this like tiny academy. And so when you go through the queue of the ride, they have these placards like they do in every other Disney ride. Yeah. And they have the characters that are featured mm-hmm. in web. And so they concentrate on four characters in particular, five, actually five characters in particular. Um, and you first see one. Uh, the kid's name is Harley Keener. And um, he's a friend of Tony Stark, quote unquote. Nice. And then the second, or maybe the first, actually, um, her name is Onome, and she's from Wakanda. She's a genius from nice. Wakanda. And then the third one, the third one is when I realized, oh my gosh, these are Easter eggs. And so this is kind of crazy because technically, that then means they're in the MCU now. Ooh. Technically, right? Yeah. Because if Tom Holland's Spider Man is the one presenting is, everything, yeah. yeah, then they're all they're officially in the MCU. And so the third one in particular struck me because it was Luna Lafayette, Lunella Lafayette, excuse me, who is Moon Girl, and she's Ooh. the one that has Devil Dinosaur. Have you seen the Devil Dinosaur? I, He's I like red. No. He's a red T Rex. No. And um and so they're a they're a superhero team in the books. Nice. And so there's this adorable little girl with you know, <laughs> pigtails and big glasses, and I was like, oh my gosh, it's Lunella. And so she's MCU now, which is crazy. And then you go through the queue some more, and then there's two more. There are two more placards. Of course, fourth is Peter Parker. Uh-huh. You know, it says everything you know about him, and he's got this dorky picture. Of course. And it's great because the Easter eggs are that Peter has left you notes all over the the, the queue. Nice. So it says, like, don't forget this, 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 the web and sticks. You got it, you know, like, yeah, it's, yeah. and it's handwritten. It's just so cool. And so um, the fifth and final placard before you go into the ride is none other than Doreen Green. 
who, if you know the comic books, she's none other than the invincible Squirrel Girl. Oh my gosh. Let me just say, Squirrel Girl took down Thanos once by herself. Okay. So can we just go All there? All right. <laughs> and do we need to say her power is that she commands squirrels? Honestly, it's terrifying. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's terrifying. So chick, 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 chick. Eat your heart out, Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, and so she's she's also there. Um, the the people that are used for those characters, I, I don't know them by face at all. Mm-hmm. Whether or not that's going to stick, who yeah. knows? No pun intended. But um, so she's the fifth one, and then you go into the queue, and then there's again there's Easter eggs everywhere from the yeah. lockers and the character names that are in these like little situated stickers and mm-hmm. the street art that's done by Miles Morales of all people, which is amazing. Um, the you know even on the board there's a whiteboard it has all this formula, and I had to look at it, and I I wished I could have taken taken a picture of it at the time, but I was just uh, like. Yeah. There's, there's got to be something here. I was Charlie Day memeing throughout the entire thing. I was like, what does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? That's all connected. And there's a pre-show. You can find, I'm sure there are tons of videos on it uh-huh. uh, online now. And I'm just like, no, I don't I don't want to. I, I just want to see it again. Yeah, same. Um, I want to see it, yeah. <laughs> but again, Tom Holland is in the ride. I think it was filmed just before No Way Home. Or something like that. Probably, yeah. I yeah, they so. like squeezed it and they kind of pulled the James Gunn um, with the Guardians ride because they filmed the Guardians ride concurrent with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Yeah. So they look exactly as they do in that film. Yeah. And so uh, I think Tom looks pretty similar to Far- from No Way Home, even though it takes place before that, because he talks about Tony Stark. Yeah. He's, he's not dead yet. <laughs> so it's like, oh, it's Peter Parker before devastation. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe a listener can clarify, but I feel like the Spider-Man we see in the ride, because, you know, he obviously has he has a suit on in the ride. It looks different to me. It looks like a new suit. Oh. Because I do not... Correct me if I'm wrong, Jeffrey. Do you see the gauntlets like this in the book, in the, in the movies? Oh, like where it's like where you really see the prominent? web shooter, like you. Yeah, bear. I've never. I feel like you don't see no, that. I've always like felt like it's just, it's just kind of been blended in, but it's never like from inside, yeah. like the the suit. But yeah. like you've never, it's never been like oh he's wearing like wrist guards, like right. he's wearing yeah. Okay, because see that was the first thing I noticed. I felt like the suit was more black than blue, mm. and it was there's an Alex Ross piece where he painted Spidey suit where it was like dark dark navy, if not black, yeah, and red. And it felt very reminiscent of that. And then the gauntlets were just so... The wrist guards were so prominent mm-hmm. because of the fact. I don't know. Maybe. Um, I mean, I wonder... I mean, we, we've got an also no indication yeah. of the new Spider-Man movie this year. Exactly. They are really keeping that thing <laughs> under, under wraps. wraps. Yeah. Hard. Exactly. So I wonder... I don't know. I wonder. And so that ride in particular is just so cool. And, you know, it's a workout. Pro tip, if you play it, don't extend your arms. Because you got to web sling your way through this ride, literally. Oh, really? You have to use oh your hands. Oh, my God. And so if you've ridden... Um, the Midway Mania? The Midway Toy Mania. Story, yeah. Toy Story. In that ride, it's like a full immersive 3D, 4D experience where you get scents, smells, wind, all this stuff. But at the same time, you're also pulling this apparatus to like... It's like a shooting game. Yeah. Virtual shooting game. Yeah, yeah, So web, web sling is just very similar in that you're in this quote-unquote Wakanda metal-built oh. like cabin where it holds four people. Nice. And you have to... It uses VR technology 
like you would with like a PS or an Xbox. Awesome. Where it's using a camera. Oh, that's sick. And the camera is actually above you. Very sophisticated tracking. stuff. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. And it's tracking your movements. Mm -hmm. With that, your Spidey encourages you to thwip. Nice. In true form. So you're thwipping, and most people are thwipping proper. So you're extending your forearm, you're doing the hand thingy, and okay. you're thwipping. And, and so every time you do that, you're triggering the web shooters to, to expel interesting. on the screen and you're shooting at these tiny little apparatuses that he's, that Peter Parker's created that yeah. have gotten out of control. They're cloning themselves. They're cool. robots okay. that are cloning themselves. And so pro tip, don't extend your forearms because <laughs> if you do, you're out by round two. You're out. I promise you. Oh, because it's a pretty, it's pretty long. It's very intensive, okay. and it's very like you have to. You're flexing. You're working that bicep. I was like, this is the this is the workout I've wanted for ages, <laughs> <laughs> and now I get it. But pro tip is that you'll actually you'll you'll probably be more successful if you keep it tight, keep it to your chest, okay. and not go too crazy, and then you can just be really quick about that. Um, and of All course, right. they sell like add-ons. You've seen these. They sell these like little, you know, the Iron Man blaster yes. and the the different wrist guards that also come in Ghost Spider color, aka Spider Gwen, um, that you can buy to, apparently they enhance your gameplay, I don't know. Oh, interesting, yeah. okay. And so I ranked third out of four <laughs> in my group, which is like miserable. <laughs> but I think I could do better next time. Um, so that was pretty cool. So so the Web Slingers is essentially like the, the opening of the campus, honestly. Um, and then you pass by this giant like homage to Tony Stark, which is the arc. It's like a giant arc reactor. In the floor, right? On the floor, yeah. yeah. And then the, like, you know, the, the Avengers campus sign. And so um, beyond that, there's like, I don't know. Did you stop to see, to read all the signs and stuff? All the signs? Yeah, like, like they had this cool like pillar thing um, in front of the, the, the store. There's like the web supply store. Yeah. There were all these like, incredibly intricate things and phrases and sayings that were like very Avengery and very like oh, Stark no. industry. Oh, I took I pictures think... of all this stuff. Oh, yeah. So Patreons, you're gonna get some cool oh, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, Diane and I will gather all our photos yeah. that we have. Yeah, and so, you know, if you haven't become a Patreon yet, I mean, if you haven't joined Patreon yet, please do. Um, I'll probably put all that stuff there. Um, and, and yeah, they just had these wonderful like phrases and sayings that were very like capturing the essence of what to be, what an um, Avenger is yeah. and, and why the purpose of, you know, this is there and, and, and a lot of things that were of Stark Industries, yep. funny enough. And so, um, like, I don't know how much shopping you did, <laughs> but I... Yeah, I you went, you went in. Yeah, and so, like, speaking of Stark Industries, you know, a lot of big brands of the, the park is Stark Industries. And so... Oh, that's sick. I love... I'm holding up this sweater that I got... Um, you know, as an adult and a grown-ass <laughs> woman, <laughs> I'm definitely going more toward things that are subtle. Yeah. That look like real 100%, stuff. 100%, yeah. And so I got a Stark Industries Science and Technology Intern Sweater. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it, at the very bottom, what I love about it is that it has the web thing. And oh, so yeah. And so it says the Worldwide Engineering Brigade in California Workshop. So it's like they've really yeah. gone deep into immersing um, it's amazing people who walk through this yeah. place 
and like not and pulling it from the page, pulling it from the the the, the screen, mm-hmm. and making it like as tangible as humanly possible. It's the best. It's which a, is so cool. It's so good. Yeah. yeah. And so, of course, they have a shawarma, a shawarma cart or yeah. two. I was actually explaining like the shawarma cart to to my <laughs> girlfriend. And she was like, why is there like a shawarma? I was just like, it's literally based off <laughs> one joke. It's, it's based one off joke. one joke. It only appeared once and it was a post credit scene. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's the only reason why it's in here. Yeah. But it is great. It's such it, a... It, it's so good. It was good. The yeah, shawarma, I, I was like, oh, this is a really had, good shawarma. I think I had the chicken. Yeah. The, the, so, t- the tastiest. Yeah. So there's a chicken one and then... Uh, an like impossible, vegan one. the vegan yeah. one. I won't say it. They're not sponsoring us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Victory falafel, they say. Yeah. Um, and it was so really good. It was I really enjoyed good. it. I, yeah, it was pretty dang good. Yeah. And what else did you get at the shawarma cart? And at the shawarma cart, <laughs> I we will post something on, on our on the on the Instagram probably. <laughs> yes. of, we'll, we'll, if you if you saw our stories in the last week, yeah, uh, you we might can post it again. It. Yeah, we'll post um, it again. But I bought. The Iron Man <laughs> Infinity Gauntlet God. drink holder. And <laughs> it I think, lights up. I think it might be the best thing I've ever gotten in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and I've seen a picture of it posted in his, in his place and it's, it's it's beautiful. It's oh gosh. <laughs> you just feel different. <laughs> you just feel like you can do anything. The drink slaps different when you're oh drinking my God, it from an Iron Man the Gauntlet. Best. Oh yeah, I will definitely will repost the stories that I posted well, on, on on the Instagram page. Here's the question for you. Are you like people when people go to the parks and they bring their little mouse ears? Are you gonna bring your your Iron Man gauntlet every time? <laughs> every time. I might because like now now we know how to pack light, so I have we oh, definitely have room. And there you go. We'll definitely have room in my backpack. I can just see you walking down yeah. that street, and you're like, it perfectly mm. held a beer <laughs> inside of there. So I was like, yeah, Incredible. of course I'm gonna like Incredible. hold drinks in there. It was just it was great. <laughs> and so. Um, yeah, the shawarma place. There's a bunch of Easter eggs on that. I found a Mary Jane sticker, which is like, what is going on? So many little because, things. Because again, the Mary Janes are from a different universe, you yeah. know? And so that now that they're incorporated into this land, does this make, does every, what do you think, Jeffrey? Does everything in this land then mean it's canon in MCU? I feel like- Or is it just a I feel it's like I feel it's like maybe it's a yes and no. Yeah. kind of thing it's also kind of just like what little things can we put in there that yeah. people will, like will notice. notice yeah like like the gamma radiation tree yeah or you know which is so cool yeah, yeah and it says parking reserve for for jarvis yeah. you're like oh wow okay like i like those or even the 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 goo stuff outside of um the guardian right now because yeah. I, I know that wasn't there before that's apparently they, called the kirby crackle yes so like apparently they added mm-hmm. that and people mm-hmm. are like what is this and yeah. like, i think i remember my, my girlfriend asked me like, oh what is this? i was like oh it's like an easter egg from like the collector like mm. he's leaving these th- i was just like i was like yeah so it's all those little things yeah. there's i definitely miss a lot of stuff really yeah yeah but like there's all i don't think they could be canon yes and no yeah maybe it's canon just in the in that land mm-hmm. um but it's just one of those things where it's like yeah let's just throw it let's in there and see it. If, what, yeah. if people notice yeah now did you did you go into the little doctor strange area at all yeah I, I, well i don't know i don't think i went i didn't go inside i, I watched the show kind mm. of like from from the outskirts yeah. so i never really went to go in there mm-hmm. but i did get to see part of the show it's just so cool it's like a yeah it's in a nutshell it's kind of like a m- magic show yeah this, um, yeah the sanctum was practical. definitely 
yeah, cool. Practical, practical magic tricks that you know Doctor Strange. Um, very old school way of. Yeah, yeah, I really like that. And then he conjures up an, an Avenger to join the show. Yeah, crossovers are a huge <laughs> yeah. thing. And um, the experience itself is very cool because the way that they did it is that they he opens the doors open up to the sanctum and um, there's like a you know a, a portal a portal if you will, but it's a screen and mm-hmm. he, the, the, the actor interacts with it. And it's just so cool and so well done. And also it's just beautiful. Like the way that they decorated it is really mm-hmm. beautiful and yeah, intricate detail. Very, very immersed. Yeah. Yeah. And then you walk into like the middle of the campus and you're just greeted by boom, the campus and yeah. then a Quinjet. A Quinjet. And it's just like, like this is like, yeah. this is crazy. Like, yeah, you see the characters like on out on the ledge and everything mm. kind of like interacting in a way that you constantly and, and yeah and they the, the great thing about it is that you don't you can walk through casually and still enjoy it but they also keep you entertained at all times at all times yeah and so like i don't think that there's a set schedule for anything i honestly didn't see it i've never seen yeah some people, i didn't see anything yeah some people had actually gotten like knew about the timing of all these things but there are four shows that apparently cycle through Mm-hmm. And every thirty minutes or so, yeah. Because so, there's the the guard was there's a guardian show. Yeah, right? they, they've always done they've guardians done have always done the dance off, and so God, I remember when that when I went to the premiere party for for the ride. Yeah, Star Lord, po- like of all, there were there were lines of children. Of there were seas of people. Mm-hmm. I was like two rows back. I was dressed as Star Lord because why not? And I was I was just wearing my jacket and I had my Walkman and all that stupid stuff. But of all the people that he was like, all right, I gotta, I gotta choose somebody who's gonna come up here to dance with me. This fool. <laughs> there are literally fifteen children in front of me who could yeah. have, he could have easily just pulled in. Yeah. He found me. And he was like, adult, <laughs> come here. Like adult who doesn't want to be embarrassed. I'm gonna pull you in. <laughs> and then the first thing he says to me is like, you look familiar. And I was like, shut. <laughs> Like, ah. And so there are pictures of me that are very embarrassing and probably some video of me dancing with Star-Lord and Gamora, who's reluctantly there. Um, but they do that show. They've yeah. always done that show. And so uh, they just kind of yeah. added it in. But on top of that, they, which I think, again, they're probably going to change or may change depending on what's relevant in the MCU. But they have the show up top near the Quinjet. Yeah. Um, and so, like, right now it's like, you know, Black Panther... Captain America, Falcon, or Captain America, Steve Rogers, um, Black Widow, and the, the Taskmaster. They, they the have task, a, a Taskmaster. But isn't there a fourth fourth hero? Ant Man? Is it Ant? No, because Ant Man no, and Wasp happen at the yes. same time. Same thing with Captain Marvel. Yeah, and Captain Marvel. Yeah, so maybe it's just the three. But of them. they do. Uh, yeah, they do the Taskmaster the fight, fight with Black Widow. Yeah. Black Panther's in yeah. it. Cap's in it. And then I saw um, at one point, Widow like assembles the Avengers. Ooh. Yeah, and I always thought that was pretty cool. Or maybe it was Cap, but one of them assembled the Avengers and they all came out, just just the heroes. Yeah. And then it alternates between those and them just walking and scaling that building, mm-hmm. which I hear rumor has it that that's actually going to be a ride. Inside that building. Yes. It's not just a stationary, oh, they have cast members and they're taking their breaks. Yeah. Like, it's actually going to be... That makes be, sense. Yeah. That's a huge building. It's huge. And, th- yeah. And I would be... I'd, I would be inclined to, to say it might be something like Rise of the Resistance. I hope so. <laughs> Can you imagine? I hope so. <laughs> I know. All I heard, you know, from word of mouth from somebody I met at the park, at the campus, at random, we became friends for the day. It was nice. Oh, yeah. Um, 
it's like me me and a group of like four other five other people just randomly became friends um but they were saying that they read somewhere that it might be something like you it's an avengers experience where you inevitably um fly the quinjet and you're flying the quinjet like the millennium falcon yep. for instance and yeah. smugglers run and so it's something like that and i was like oh wow i didn't hear anything about that but it makes sense because it's so much such such a big part of that campus. Yeah. How could it not be I was something? Gonna, I was going to say, I yeah. was just like, you can't go in there. You can't go in there. But but there's something there's happening going, in yeah, there. The yeah. City. And so I imagine that they'll end up putting like the Iron Man, all of the Iron Man like statues they used to have, the models used to be. Yeah. Because um, they used to, oh, you may have not seen this. Like uh, a few years ago. In Star Tours in Tomorrowland, yeah. that big round building that they used to have, that they have all the Star Wars stuff in now, like the meet and greets and the stores and stuff, that used to be a Marvel building. And so oh. about five years ago, I want to say, they had all of, they had Tony Stark's entire armory in there. They had an Iron Man simulator. This is the, this is the, yes. Next to Utopia. Yeah, 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 yeah. This used to be the, what, what was it before? I, it was that weird Tomorrowland thing where yeah, it was all I futuristic. Forget. It's like tomorrow, some, like a convention, yeah. I forget. It was like a convention. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they reformatted it to, to be all Marvel at one point. Yes, I remember this. Yeah. Okay. And it was like, I think right after the acquisition. And so that's right. I yes. feel like and they're going like to meet Thor there yeah. and all that. Yeah, okay. I feel like they're going to take all that stuff and they're going to drop it into it that in. ride. Yeah, and so um, that thing is really cool. And again, like the Dora Milaje come out and they do an incredible, like, great. semi-stunt um, yeah. thing where Okoye, like, does the, the staff demonstration. And yep. she's, oh, it's so cool. And then they teach a Wakandan and um, Thor walks around, Loki walks around. I still haven't seen Hawkeye. And it's kind of funny because I used to see him all the time before everything went mm. crazy um, back in Hollywood land. But... Um, so he, I would imagine he'll be around. Maybe he's just not important enough. <laughs> not yet. But it's just yet again. Yeah, yeah, no, I feel like once the show come out, you know, oh, yeah. he'll he'll be around. Maybe even um, Kate Bishop too, which would be awesome. Um, and then, uh, then you kind of get into Pim's kitchen and the t- testing the, lab. The testing lab. Oh, great. <laughs> and Jeffrey and I acquainted with those two in particular oh, that's, quite well. I love them. Yeah. Oh, um, so the what chicken you, sandwich is the best. So yeah. So the whole thing about Pim and and you know if you've seen the Ant Man movies, um, tiny and and gigantic. It's, tiny and gigantic are the it's themes. It's so here. good. And it's actually really really good uh, stuff. And so they have God. like giant pretzels and tiny 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 eggs with big breakfast toast a, a, chick, a chicken sandwich <laughs> where the chicken is literally like <laughs> it, it is ginormous what is it the not so tiny the not chicken. so yeah the not so little not so not little, so little chicken, chicken sandwich yeah. and then it's like so it has a slider bun <laughs> Which, is our, which, like, are, which are puny, yeah, and then it has just, it a just full huge. On, a full-on chicken breast cutlet. Like a chicken fried steak size. Yes. <laughs> I was just like, oh my God. Yeah. And, and, and so Tiny and Mighty is like the theme of this place. And even in the, the kitchen itself, they have this, they have the, uh, the Easter egg of the, gosh, that thing that they put in the van. Oh, the oh, regulator oh, thing. Oh, I can't remember what it's the called. The quantum. The quantum thing that makes yeah. What is it called? Oh my Why gosh. are we blanking Why out on this? 
That wasn't the only time machine. <laughs> yeah. Some, yes. That thing, the tiny wimey yeah. thing. It's on the ceiling and it's making pretzels, tiny pretzels big. And they're soft pretzels. It's, it's funny. They have at the cash wrap, there are giant Harbulary batteries. And if you're a Guardians of the Galaxy fan, that's from Volume 2. You know what's um, funny? James Gunn reposted a pic. I don't oh, know if you he? saw that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see it. It's like someone that posted like, this is the best joke like oh, ever. So and they tagged James Gunn. And, yeah. and he was like, nice. Nice. And then... um you know, like tiny, the gigantic spoons and forks spoons, all over the place. The, the soda so cans funny. where the soda yeah. dispensers are. It's so good. And so did you, did you, because <laughs> I, I full on went in there and I was like, I need to get as much as I can at one point because I don't know when I'm coming back. Yeah. And so I ordered, I had the not so little chicken as well. I ordered the big pretzel for my friend. I the, got the, the panini's really good. The panini, yeah. A friend got the panini. Um... Oh, Pimini. Pimini. <laughs> and then that giant candy bar thing that is actually the like... The chocolate thing. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, it's modeled to look like a giant candy bar, but it's actually like a brownie chocolate mousse yes. thing, which was actually quite delicious. It, it's pretty it good. tasted like a yeah. Snickers bar. But I got... I went the extra mile and I got the things. Oh, yeah. I got the little discs, the growth and shrinking discs. Shrinking disc. ones, yeah. Um, that they you can add on to anything, and I also got the pim particles. They're in this bag somewhere, but Ooh. I'll post pictures of those. But they come in red and blue, and um, you can get them with any purchase, honestly. And then, uh, and then the tasting lab. Tasting yes. lab is basically where all the magic happens. It's oh, all yeah. the adult beverages <laughs> <laughs> that you can hope for. They got the regulator cocktail, he the experiment by now. cocktail. <laughs> And that's like all the ones I Yeah, get. I don't know them all by name, but they're they they essentially come as particle infused cocktails and um you know they they come in different flavors. I had the one that has the honey yes. with the honey stick in it and that was fantastic. And then what they do with like those little kind of like fruit like balls almost like boba. Yeah. yeah. It's the popping pearls. Yeah, the the particles. The particles. Oh, it's such yeah. a great It's touch. so genius. And they're all served in scientific beakers um, branded with PIM technology. And then the flight, the beer flight, <laughs> it's it's served on on smaller on smaller um like uh, mugs, but it's on like a ruler that's made to be like huge. Yeah, <laughs> the tiny and again the tiny and the the mighty. Pim particles. Yeah, so I'm showing cool. Jeffrey the pim particles. This is the red one, and so they, like it's it doesn't have it's it doesn't do anything, but yeah. it's. It's, it's just pim like, particles. It's an actual pim particle. Yeah, it's yes. an actual pim particle um, cylinder, and uh, yes. Yeah, so the the beer flight that he got, yeah, they're like tiny shot mugs on top of mm-hmm. a giant ruler, which is hilarious to yeah. me. Um, so if you love Ant Man, that place is pretty awesome. It's, and then the food is good too. The food is actually it's actually the food and really is good. Really, really good. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, um, I can't wait to to eventually go back one day and and try everything I haven't tried yet. Seriously. Yeah, same. especially yes. the drinks because yeah. Because why not? Stuff. Who doesn't like to drink <laughs> at a theme park? And what I loved about their presentation is that. Even the packaging, they're all signed by Scott Scott L. Lang. Scott L. Like yeah. has it, and he's written down notes, like scientific notes, on all the stuff. So that's pretty cool. And then from there, you kind of, yeah, we go back into Guardians Land, and you see the again the the Kirby Crackle on the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's funny because they used to have a uh, sewer cap that was an Avengers like oh. thing uh-huh and i remember years and years ago when when guardians first went up somebody told me they were like that's that's to that's to break ground for avengers campus one day and i was like what are you talking Whoa. about like i had no idea what they meant by that 
But lo and behold, Avengers Campus, Campus is now open and it's not there anymore. Wow. And I'm like, oh, wow. And so you like go I back to- I spoiled it before. <laughs> I know, that was years ago. <laughs> and so, yeah, you go to Guardians and it's the same old, same old, but you know, in its alt, you know, greatness and glory. And they have a new um, cart there, Terran Treats. Did you try anything from Terran Treats? Yeah, we tried the, um, tried the churro. Yeah, so it's a green churro that is like essentially a swirl. A pineapple. And it's dual Whip flavored. Ooh, yeah. Which I, I was around with it. It was okay. It was all right. And then they else. had the cream puff, the purple cream puff. Tried that, yes. I liked that a lot. And that was yeah, like, I think was, it was like raspberry or something. Great experience. It was great, sure. right? Yeah, and that that's pretty much it for Avengers Campus. It's, yeah. It's, it's I wish it was small, I wish it was more. I wish it was an entire theme park, let's yeah. be real. Um, it could be that whole area if they wanted to. Well, that's what I hear too. I hear yeah. that Hollywood like if, Land I might mean, be no a... I mean, no disrespect to, yeah. to Monsters, Inc. Monsters, Inc. And, and but, Hollywood yeah. Land, but if it can... Hey, man. Turn Hyperion Theater into like... And still keep the theater, but yeah. the Avengers, but you, and then you do like, I don't know, Avengers musicals. I don't know. <laughs> that'd be hilarious, that'd right? Be crazy, can you imagine? That'd be, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> Actually, never mind. Don't well, do that. Well, you know <laughs> what? <laughs> Spider-Man, turn turn off the lights or lights after dark. Turn off the dark. I went to see that in New York. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, and that was the one that Bono. Oh, um, nice. Penned, yeah. <laughs> so you never know. Right. But right. turn the whole theater, right. make it a just. I don't. Know, yeah. Who knows? Like. That's, I know. that's a, that's a place of the land where I'll be like, you know what? If it goes, it goes. <laughs> yeah. That would be crazy because it's like so gigantic. And this is like, he's talking about the, the theater that they used to have Aladdin, the musical. Rip. Oh and my then, God. That was my favorite show. I, that was so good. Uh, and then they then replaced it. I follow, it. um, the, the, the actor who plays the genie on TikTok. Oh really? Is he great? And he's just, oh, I love him. Is he not at the park anymore? At all? I don't. I don't know. I didn't see, but he was just like posting like memories of like. That's so cool. Of him, like yeah, like the, his like his favorite jokes and everything, yeah. and his, oh, they're funny. the best. Yeah, and then unfortunately it was well, it's not unfortunately. It was then replaced by the uh, the Frozen musical, I get it. which was great. It's great too. Um, but you know nothing. It ain't Aladdin. Aladdin. It ain't Aladdin. <laughs> but that's just like me yeah. being being born in the nineties yeah. and being like I love Aladdin. But it, I mean, come on, <laughs> Aladdin's Aladdin's it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's that's essentially Avengers Campus, you know. And again, they're oh, and we didn't mention the Spider-Man show. There's a Spider-Man show um, at the very front as well. Oh yeah, and they, oh yeah, they, and they and introduce this, more, this sort of new technology yeah. with like a like a dummy fly. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. when I saw the previews on Twitter, yeah. I legit thought it was a real person. Me too. Me too. Like that dummy 100%. moves like an actual person yeah. flying through the air. It's so crazy. And so they have this robotic Peter Parker Spider-Man that, that does essentially half the show on the rooftop of, of web. Wait, that first part of the show, is that a real person? There's there's a person in there. Okay. okay. There's the a person, one who's like, who's like hopping actor. over the boxes yeah, and everything. Okay. Yeah, that's a person. I think okay. that's a stunt person. I think yeah, yeah. I, I counted three people in particular, not three people, but three entities that are, that are making that that, that, that show, show happen yeah. and so <laughs> um there's the the one that's on the rooftop the one that you eventually do the meet and greet with yes they do a switcheroo at some point but the one that goes in the air and i'm going to credit jane for this mm-hmm. amazing um pun but she called him yeeter parker nice because <laughs> he yeets yes. across he, ye- the- he goes incredibly he goes high yeah i when i when i saw him launch i was like oh my god what if one day he doesn't make it across or he like misses and then just and then it's like oh wait just splats. but it's a robot so yes. it's okay but yeah so there's this whole video of inside the magic from disney 
that goes into the technology that created yes. that Spider-Man. So if you want to look it up, yeah, because like the, literally the first time I saw it, I was like, "That's a real person. <laughs> who is flopping through? Who the air. is like brave enough to take this job right <laughs> yeah. now? Because it was it was landing it was, so crazy. That, that that dummy was just like landing perfectly into a hole, and I yeah. was like, no real human agrees to do this. Like you're not getting paid. <laughs> This person's got to be getting paid a million dollars every time they do this. Right. And then I was like, oh, okay, it's a dummy. It's insane. And I was like, wow, that's the most realistic looking dummy yeah. like I've ever seen. Honestly. Yeah. Honestly. And so, yeah, it's once he yeets into the air and he comes crawling down the side, that's the stunt guy again. Yeah. And he disappears and then here comes the actor. And he's like, hey, this hey, thing everybody. Picks, everybody. Yeah. And this, Love so that's it. pretty cool. Love it. Yeah, I wonder everything. when Tom Holland will make an appearance. I'm surprised at the campus. I'm surprised he didn't. He didn't come. But I mean, you know, he's filming. The, yeah, exactly. The, all he's the filming with Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield right totally. now. Totally. Oh my gosh. And uh, 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 Willem Dafoe, obviously. <laughs> Willem Dafoe. Oh, and and, um, <laughs> and Emma Stone. And uh, Kirsten Dunst. Doc, Doc Ock. And Do- yeah. Oh, Alfred Molina. Yeah. He's busy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's busy. What if they all come after the movies? Really? Oh my. They all, and they reunion. all make an appearance oh like, at the campus. Oh my god. The world would literally melt. <laughs> I would just <laughs> Imagine Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, and Peter Parker and Tobey Maguire just standing next to each other. I would cease to exist. I would just see I would just human combustion. I wanna Galore. I wanna see that. <laughs> so you bad. wanna see me human combust? Yes. Spontaneous human yes. combustion. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, imagine all three of them after the movie comes out yeah. and they're all on, on Avengers campus. Oh my god. And they and they take pics. <laughs> what if they're all three of those iterations <laughs> of the show? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and then like the guy that the, the when you take the pic with Spidey, he comes through the door, right? He's yeah. like, hey, and there's three of them that just come through. Oh my god. And you're like, god. why the why is there three but Spider-Man? They're like the Raimi, the Webb, and Yeah, Tom and they just take their mask off and it's them. Well, you know that when um they first started bringing Spidey on Yeah, he made on, it, Tom at DCA, came. Yeah. it was Tom. Yeah. Holland. Yeah, because they were promoting the movie. Oh my and then, yeah, and then Ned and Zendaya. Yeah, I would have, I don't know what I would have done. So imagine I would have what cried. that money can do right now. <laughs> right? Holy Toledo. Kevin Feige should be like, make an appearance here. I'll oh give you both, a, all three a million dollars. Yeah, I'm, I'm there. Oh my gosh, please do it. And so that about does it, you know? I mean, you know, with all the questions and events nice. campus. Wow. Yeah. We covered a lot. Yeah. And so for the, uh, you know, again, like we're celebrating Captain America's birthday. Happy Fourth of July. Um, the next time you'll hear from us, um, we'll be covering our next character study. The one and only Natasha Romanoff, ah. Black Widow, um, just in time for the movie dropping. Yep. So. Uh, I, Jeffrey and I will be watching it the night before it officially comes into theaters, yep. and then I'll oh, be yeah. watching it again the next day to watch it at IMAX oh, yeah. on opening day. Um, that's how I do things. Oh, and yeah. so, um, if you have tickets, hope you like it. Um, and so, we're gonna cover all things Natasha, um, you know, from her origin and, story way back when, and then cover kind of her journey that her journey in the movie. The so minor spoilers, yeah, and then up through to the, the the current status of what we find out in the movies as well as her current um, storylines that are actually kind of crazy. 
But yeah, so that'll be Natasha for episode seven. I'm excited. Um, <laughs> uh, and yeah, and uh, as always, um, we love hearing from you. So hit us up on social with any questions or comments you might have. Um, thanks for listening. Thank you again to all of our Patreon patrons. Um, if you aren't one yet, you want to become one, we have the link in our bio. And be sure to follow us on social at S-T-R-K-C-N-T-R-S-T. Yep. And that's it. Once again, thank you guys so much, and we will catch you in the next one. Excelsior! <laughs> Bye! Bye! All right, hey. All right, good job, guys. Uh, let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day. You ever tried shawarma? There's a shawarma joint about two blocks from here. I don't know what it is, but I want to try it. We're not finished yet. and then swarm after.